You are now, now tuned into Progressive Action Radio, the most objective show in America. Hosted by Tramel Thompson, co-hosted by Jamel Wilson, and DJ Damage is on the wheels of steel. You will never know what to expect when thoughts and wisdom unite. People! Get ready. 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 Progressive Action is now live. What's going on? Welcome to another show of Progressive Action Radio. It's time to get it popping again, cuz. What's good? I'm chilling. What's going on, cuz? I don't know. You know, I, I, I may have mentioned it last show, but I put in my, you know, my first grievance. And uh, it went it went pretty good, man. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I put it in. I set the date up. <clears throat> I was on the phone with a union rep, uh, Austin Broussard Austin. You know, we had a nice talk. Um, I spoke to somebody else the other day for about four hours. I don't want to mention their name. Oh wow, what was the conversation about? I don't think it was none of anybody business. <laughs> wow. Okay. Hey, it is what it is. That's a private conversation, you know? Yeah, you know, but, you know, people know what's going on. Oh, okay. And, and, and uh, the conversations is pretty good, and we go continue moving forward. Definitely. You know, but it's things that's bothering me within the union that um, it's a whole bunch of sexual harassment things going on with, with uh, you know, with females getting harassed at two Broadway that uh, it needs to stop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course it needs to stop. And it's, it's nasty. I don't think a, a female should have to worry about, or anybody should have to worry about going to two Broadway, getting disciplined, and then being pushed up on. Well, right, basically being pushed up on and saying, okay, if you, if you, if you get with me and do what I wish, then I'll get you off or I'll represent you. But, but if you don't, I'm not going to represent you. So yeah. really, you know, these guys are asking for some perb charges, along with sexual harassment charges. They asking for a whole bunch of stuff. Exactly. That's not good. Right. And they basically think that, you know, Samuelson's going to get them a lawyer and get them off like what they did those guys in the Bronx. <laughs> nah, that's not happening. That's not happening. Nah. And, the, and the thing is that it's not even like they kicking ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I can understand if you're getting these people off and then you're like, hey, what's up, you know? Right, but then basically it's like, okay, you ask the woman to give you some, and then they still go get a reinstruction. <laughs> still go get days in the street. They still go get days in the street. Yeah. That's sad. What kind of, what kind of foolishness is that? I, I really hope that this get worked out on a serious note. It's embarrassing. And it's a, they know what they're doing. So I feel that they should just step down before anything serious happens. I think they should just be like, you know what, this is too much. Maybe I do need to go back to the road and separate myself to this until the smoke clears. Right. Because it's embarrassing to the low. I'm almost, I am embarrassed to say that I'm a member of this local. I have never been a part of anything like this, ever. Well, it's sad. I mean, it's basically what it's become, you know, because in the old days, you know, you know like you know, before there were women on the job or whatever, of course, you, you know, the union kicked butt. Yeah. You know, but not saying it's because of the women that they don't. But basically, when you have people now who are elected in this generation who just want to use the union to basically get again, get away from their tools 
and to basically just sit and chill and get paid at 195 Montague Street. Exactly. There's enough link and drinks events going on where you could do the pushing up there. The pushing up shouldn't be done in the MTA building like 2 Broadway or the Union Hall. If you want to push up on women like I keep telling them, go back to your tools, go flirt in, go flirt in, the, in the crew room, swing rooms, wherever it may be, but don't do it in the place of business where these women is coming for help. That's predator stuff. You feeling these women are vulnerable and, and, and they need your help. And it's almost, it's, 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 it's sick. It is. It, it it's, is sick. Sick. it's like a kid going to the candy store. It's like, it reminds me of the guy that's in the car and offering the kid candy. You know what their weakness is. And you offer it sickness. Like, they should be ashamed of themselves. To even, for, for them names to even be mentioned in some BS like that. They should be ashamed of themselves and they should step down. But if they want to see me, I will be at 2 Broadway the 15th of, what's this, September? September, 15th yes. 15th of se- September, I will be there. So if you got anything to say, you want to see me in the flesh, I'm 10 times worse. Just be respectful. That's all I'm going to tell them. Well, and, and hopefully maybe when you go there, you can find out some information on that money from the Gilmartin houses. You know, the latest thing, <laughs> <laughs> the latest thing that we were told, cuz, is that the, part, of that, part of the money from the sale of the Gilmartin houses was used to buy property up in the Bronx. Yeah. And, it's, a, and it's supposed to be an annex to the Union Hall. A satellite. A satellite office, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I have yet to see any, any, any fly, any documentation concerning that concerning that purchase well somebody put that on our site um on on progressive action uh facebook group about the um the building they showed the building and there wasn't no work done to it i heard the union purchased it but 17.2 million dollars came from the gilmont houses everybody know the rent in the bronx is like 1989 you getting like Eight hundred dollars for a three-bedroom apartment in the Bronx, right? Because the Bronx, <laughs> as you said before, the Bronx still looks like juice. Yeah, the days of juice <laughs> still look like juice out there. Yeah, I'll admit, I drive around in the Bronx all the time. It's it's improved a lot from the days of Fort Apache, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. But <clears throat> another thing I want to talk about tonight, r- right now, is. The, uh, the article that we posted on our website concerning the disparity in the salaries between uh, here at the, the New York City Transit, Long Island Railroad, and Metro North. Now, bas- okay. now, basically, what's going on is we all know that here at New York City Transit and the numbers are there. We carry way more people on our trains and we carry way more customers on our buses. And matter of fact, just to, to add insult to injury... On our on our bus system alone, combined all five boroughs combined, all of the buses carry more people than Long than Long Island Railroad carries in a week, which is what about maybe five to eight hundred thousand people. I think I think either Long Island Railroad or Metro North is like seven hundred thousand a week. Exactly, and we like a week we average around seven million. Exactly, something so, like that. Something like that. So basically, you're talking about. Damn near the population of the five boroughs put together and more during business hours because you figure people from upstate come down here, but they ride the Metro North and then they continue their trip to where they got to go on our buses and trains. And the same thing with Long Island Railroad. They come from out in Long Island and then when they come off the railroad, they continue their trip to wherever they got to go in the five boroughs. See, the thing with that is it, I call it the opposite of, of the Robin Hood effect. You know, Robin Hood 
you steal from the rich and give to the poor. Yes. They take it from the poor and give it to the to the to the rich, the Caucasians, because that's what's over there. Long Island Railroad Metro North. Let's be honest. Yeah. You know and, what I'm saying? And it's the it's the total opposite. Right. And it's like here it is, we're way more productive in New York City Transit. We bring in way more revenue than um, Metro North and Long Island Railroad. So how do you the disparity there is obvious. You know, basically for one of these contract negotiations, it's you know, we're gonna have to take it back to the sixties where we had the um, NAACP or the National Urban League sit in on the, on the negotiations so that they could see what's really going on with the MTA and question the disparity. Well, I mean, one of the biggest disparities is race. Of course. <laughs> New York City Transit is mostly black. Long Island Railroad is mostly Caucasian. Exactly. And, so, And, you know, the pay is totally different. The pay is totally different. Yeah. You know, in our article, as, as you can see it, Metro, uh, Long Island, a Long Island Railroad locomotive in 2015 uh, top pay was $41 an hour While here at New York City Transit Our train operators Okay, train operators uh, Top pay was thirty three eighty two. Yeah That's, That's a, a major disparity ma- Major And we deal with way more Exactly Let me tell you how I know we deal with way more The conductors over there They wear white Which means they ain't getting dirty Exactly <laughs> You know what I'm saying <laughs> They shirts is white They ain't getting dirty Yeah But us My, my blue shirt if I wear it three days straight, I don't know if it's black or blue hmm. by the time I'm done with it. Exactly. You know, it got stale dust, all this nastiness on it. And one more thing I want to touch on with this fake victory that Samuelson won for them um, dispatches, where in 2018, he won them a contract that they going to be making, what is it, $15 an hour. Coincidentally, the minimum wage is going up to 15000 Fifteen dollars an hour at the end of 2018. So what did he do? Did he win something, or did the law? They following the law. They're basically following the letter of the law. Who is he? Who, who is he fooling? Not me. <laughs> Not me. He think the membership is boo boo the fool. Well, most of them are. Yeah, because they believe that. Uh huh. Anybody who voted for Samuelson is a fool. Of course. I'm gonna say that they're yeah. a fool. Like I said, that man is poison to this union. It is what it is. And and. One of the things he did, which we go address today with our guests, is uh, the Transamerica BS of him letting them M3 Technologies being exclusive to the property. They don't want no competition on the property. So the king of kickbacks must be getting a kickback. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely getting <laughs> kickbacks, you know? Well, with that, you can introduce definitely. the guest, cuz. All right, well, I have one more thing to just address real quick. Uh, somebody had posted in our group, they asked a question. And their question exactly verbatim was, does anyone know if you can opt out of your pension, like in a 401k or 457? Now, I don't know if they meant the, the pension pension or if they meant the 401k or 457. But anyway, we're going to answer that question in depth and more tonight with our, with our guest tonight. Tonight is a special show. It's aside from uh, union talk and people from the union we actually have here primerica financial services in the house and i personally am excited because this is my this is my company where i learned a lot from and that i was with back in the day a decade ago okay so now without further ado our guest tonight first off we have mr haran wilson a surface line dispatcher from map store but people from map store y'all know him as q and from primerica financial services tonight we have miss Marissa Prior, a regional vice president, 
And we have Mr. J, also from Primarica Financial Services. And we are going to be here to talk about uh, the life insurance and the M3 technologies in Transamerica. Saving money. Definitely saving money. Basically, we are going to rip apart Transamerica. We are going to make sure after this show, everybody burns their Transamerica yeah, policy. Let Samuelson know that you, you ain't got to let them on the property, but you, ain't, you can't control the show, buddy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So without further ado, everybody, introduce yourselves. Ladies first here at Progressive Action. G- good evening. Good evening. My name is Marissa Priori. I'm a regional vice president with the company. And, um, you know, we're here just to kind of educate the communities and educate everybody about, you know, what, what we do as a company. Um, I'll let everybody else introduce themselves before we continue. How y'all doing? I'm, um, I'm Jay Oliver. I'm also regional vice president for America. What's going on, everybody? I'm Ron Wilson. Everybody, my transit family knows me affectionately as Q. <laughs> <laughs> so what's, what's going on with y'all company? Could y'all give us like a little background, okay. educate us from the beginning to where we at now? Okay, yes, so our company's been around about 40 years now. Um, we started out as a company called A.L. Williams back in the day. <laughs> Um, we pretty much, um, you know, were just doing life insurance back then, but then got the financial backing of Citigroup and became a financial powerhouse through that. And then from there, we just went public in 2010. So now we're a public company on the stock exchange. Oh, I can invest in y'all. Yeah, our symbol is PRI. <laughs> um, and so we, you know, pretty much um, became a financial powerhouse even more in 2010 because now we've had some major growth in the last five years. Uh, we started our stocks at 15 a share and we've been over $60 a share. So in the last five years, six years, major growth. And um, so that's important because if you're going to deal with a company, you want to know they're credible. You want to know they're not going anywhere. Um, so, you know, we, we're, we definitely know that we're a power company. I've personally been with the company 11 years. Um, I started at 25, 26 and, um, you know, built with, built with the company for a long time. So I actually became a client first and learned about the company and then got involved with them because I really understood the passion and the crusade and the reason why, you know, we existed. Um, but just a little background, our founder was somebody called A.O. Williams. He's still around. He lives in South Florida. Um, he started this company not off a business concept, but of correcting an injustice because his father passed away with the wrong kind of insurance and was left um, his mom and his brothers and sisters with only 25,000 of coverage. And what are you going to do with 25,000 with five kids? And so he got pissed off, learned about the, you know, the industry and found out how, you know, the differences of the two kinds of insurance out there, something called whole life and something called term. And so he found out his, his mom, his father had whole life. And so he learned in and outs. And that's when he decided to start his company, A.L. Williams. And, um, you know, from there, he was just a regular guy, Georgia football coach, you know, no, nothing, nothing about finance, just a regular old guy. Um, and so that's how it started. And he went through the trenches. You know, he fought Prudential and big time companies um, because they were not happy that he was exposing them and correcting the injustice. And, and I'm sorry to cut yeah. you. And, and he's also a former Marine, right? Uh, I think, believe so. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you, I know you were at the company back then, right? We're, yeah, because that's where that structure comes from with the, you know, with the different levels. You got rep and senior <laughs> rep and division leader and all. Yeah, right. That, and, mm-hmm. and, and when we talk about the levels, I always explain it as real estate. If people understand how real estate works, our company uses the same business model, but we take the competition out of it because a lot of people want to be the broker. 
right? They want to have the agents and, you know, make the overrides and the profits. But our goal is that, you know, we want everyone to have the opportunity to be the vice president, to, to have their own business within a business without the, the you know, the, the overhead and the extra money and stuff that you got to put in. We actually take, the company takes over that for you. So, I mean, I can go into detail with that too. But just so you understand a little of the foundation, we weren't born off a business concept. We're not selling juice. We're not selling pills. We're not selling, the, you know, look beautiful for 100 years. Rats. We're here to educate communities on concepts that banks aren't teaching. You don't learn it in school. Our kids have no idea about this stuff. And that's all our goal is to educate. And Because when you educate, then people can understand and make a common sense decision off education. That's dope. Now, let me ask you some. My 401k, right? My 401k it is not matched. It's not matched dollar for dollar, penny for penny, nothing. It's just my money. Is that a good investment? Um, we, I mean, a 401k, the concept of a 401k is for them to match because it's free money. So you're investing in something <coughs> where they're giving you free money. So it makes sense to match what they max. But if they're not matching, then it's really not making any sense. It's based on what you're investing in. Within the, the, the 401k, there's mutual funds and bonds and stuff like that. But in that case, it makes more sense to have like a, a Roth IRA or traditional IRA based on your income um, outside because you have more um, control of the, the, the investment and where you're investing in. And so you can make a better return. The reason a 401k is good, and we always tell people always invest in your 401k if they are matching you because that's free money yeah and, and it's funny because even with our 401ks if we want to it's our money but right. if we want to pull our money out it's basically we get fined on our money well because it's a retirement account so retirement accounts you cannot touch till you're 59 and a half and that's thankful to uncle sam that's nothing that anybody else could control but um at the same time when you leave a job and you retire you have to move that 401k to your own personal account so you get fees having to move it. So if they're not matching you and you're not seeing growth in your 401k, then it makes sense to do something outside, like an IRA, yeah. because you're control of it and then you never really have to move it because it's in your own name and your personal account. Now, for our listeners, can you explain to them what is an IRA? Okay, so an IRA is an individual retirement account. Um, it's just, it's like a 401k. So like, you know, like businesses like nail salons, barbershops, um, some preschools, they don't offer benefits. So if they don't offer benefits, how do people save for retirement instead of just saving at a bank? Because the bank's not giving us any interest. So they do an IRA, which is an individual retirement account, where they can invest in mutual funds, um, which mutual funds, and I can explain it as there's mutual funds and there's stocks. So when you look, think of a mutual fund as a five-string elevator and a stock as a one-string elevator. If this stock elevator string breaks, everything drops mm -hmm. and you lose everything, right? In mutual funds, if you have five strings and two break, you have three still standing up because you're diversified. So you're, you're, you're going up and down, but you're in an upward incline. So you have time to grow that money and make it compound over time. And so there's concepts that we educate on, like the rule of 72. A lot of people don't know what that is, but the rule of 72 is you take 72 divided by your interest rate, and that's how many years it takes your money to double. So for example, we have a son who's four years old. When he was born, if I put $1,000 in an account, right, a CD back then, averaging 3%, right? Doesn't exist anymore. But, but 72 divided by three, your money's doubling every 24 years. So that means when he's 
24, he'll only have $2,000. What do you do with $2,000? 24. <laughs> you gave him by a car, right? Transit <laughs> finance for more than that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Exactly. So, so that's the concept. But in mutual funds, you take 72, the average market 9 to 12%. If you're taking 72 divided by 12, your money's doubling every six years. So this is the rules to the money game that the rich or the wealthy know that nobody's educating middle-income America. You know, the, the rich get richer, poor get poor, but who's helping middle-income America, right? So our focus is to help you invest somewhere where they understand that they're making their money work for them while they're working their job. And that's the concept, is to help them. And we do that for as little as $25 a month, where most people, most companies, they won't sit with you unless you have a lump sum of money, like 10000 or more. So we do it for as little as 25 because we know you go to the corner store, spend 25 like that. Go to lunch, pay $25, right? You can at least afford $25 to put somewhere and invest it where you won't even think about it and let it compound and grow for you forever. Now, if, let's say if I wanted to do that, could it go straight from my account to your account? Like, how do I pay into it? Yeah, we do something called a PAC or a PAC. It's a pre-authorized check plan where you just pretty much set up a $25, $50, whatever you want. It comes directly from your account, from your bank account. Whatever day of the month you choose, you can change it. You could do whatever you want. Okay. Now, you handed me a pamphlet, and it says 30 minutes could change your life. Well, we have 30 minutes times four here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so I want to know how many lives... We go, we go change tonight. Right, I, right. But can you explain this? 30 minutes could change your life? Well, it's just um, home and auto. Like, what happens is... FNA. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, used to, I thought it was a small pamphlet. Well, the FNA, this is what we bring to, to families, pretty much. Like, we go in there with... This is the substance of what we do. Like, we're not going there selling life insurance. We're not going in there... I mean, we want to, but that's not the main issue. We offer this thing called the FNA, which is a financial needs analysis, and it's, a, a complete, it's almost like a GPS. Where you at? Where you trying to go? And we show you how to get there. You know what I'm saying? Most companies, you go to those bigger companies. We can't say their names. And um, you go to those bigger companies, they charge you 10000 You got to have a lump sum of money to sit down with them to even get this done. And we show you everything from getting out of debt, you know, how to get out of debt, how to pay to get out of debt, retirement, uh, how to budget your, your money. Most of it, like once we got a job, we work for it. We know we work. We don't know how to budget our money. We think we do, but we don't. You know, yeah. it shows you if you had a surplus, a shortfall, how to get out of it, what you need to do to get out of it. And it's real, real meticulous in detail. And we, this is complimentary. We do this absolutely free for any and everybody that we sit down with. And it's, and it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, and it, like I said, it, what it is, is it, it's literally the value that our company brings right. to families. Because if you go to a doctor and they say, oh, I'm sick, okay, great. They're not gonna just throw you medicine, right? They need to check you out, right? So the FNA, not cursing at you, but it's a financial needs analysis, <laughs> FNA. Um, pretty much what it does is it gives you an x-ray of the person that you're dealing with, the family. You know, where is their money going, right? Um, do they realize that they're spending more? Do they have a surplus that we can help them? Are they it's under? It's a truth teller. Right, are they have a shortfall where, okay, they say, well, I don't, can't afford to protect my family. I can't afford to retire. I can't afford to save any money. Well, let us help you find a way to do that. And through the FNA, it gives us an x-ray of what they're doing as far as where they're at. And then from there, we're able to say, okay, let's do this instead of this because we can save you money. Right. And our company pretty much pays us to help families save money. And when we help them save money, that's how we get paid. The family never pays us a dime. Everything we do is free. Now, uh, basic, okay, now basically, <clears> right, uh, you know, what I want to do now is I want to, you know, I want us to jump in right into the fire. Let's talk about life insurance, which is the main thing that Primerica, the main um, product that Primerica s uh, sells. 
and I want to talk about uh, Trans America. Now, what are the e- what are the differences in the evils in whole life insurance, which Trans America excels, and compare it to term life, which is where Primerica sells to people. Okay, you said it right there. Four evils. That's exactly what it is. Four <laughs> evils tells it all. Okay, um, we have you know one single piece of paper that that basically explains and breaks down the difference of the two. Okay, it's shred. Is that the formula? Yeah. So pretty much what it is is I I explain how whole life works. Okay. So there's two types out there. There's something called whole life, and there's something called term. Whole life is different versions. There's things like universal life and variable life and, you know, different versions of what they say, like a five-year term turns into whole life. So plain and simple for layman's terms, whole life is an insurance policy with a savings attached. So you're getting two things for the price of one. So for this, I use an example. His um, Jay's uncle, when we sat with him, he was paying $240 a month. He had 100000 of coverage on him, 100000 of coverage on his wife, and nothing on the kids. They were paying this for 20 years, and in the so-called savings portion, they only had 7000 in cash. Okay? I don't know about you, but if you put $240 away a month... $58,000. That's how much you would have outside of investing it in an insurance policy. Why? Because there's four evils, okay? The first evil is... Number one, it's super expensive. You get a lot of coverage for a little bit of money because you're paying for two things technically, right? The other thing is the second evil is you get a negative one to 4% interest on your so-called savings account. Why negative one? Because in the first two to three years, all the money you pay in goes directly to the agent who sold it to you. So this is why these guys hawk on people who can afford it. Lawyers, doctors, people in transit because you make good money, right? After years and years, you're making good money so they know that you can afford it, right? So negative one because in the first three years of your cash value, you get zero, zero, zero. In any policy, if you look at the first four pages, you'll see under cash value, you'll see zeros or lovely little asterisks that shows that you get zero cash value. So that's like going to the bank saying, I'm going to bank with you. I'm going to put $100 away a month in this bank. And they're going to say, great, but you're not going to start to actually see $100 start to accumulate till three years later. Would you bank with them? No. So that's the concept. Then you're only getting a 4% return after that three years. Okay. Then the third thing that's evil is they tell you, well, you could borrow from your savings. So if you ever want to borrow from your cash value, you can take it, it's but you have to pay it back with 4 to 8% interest. What? Does that make any sense? No. It's your savings. Why would you borrow your own money? That makes no sense, right? If you don't pay it back, they take it from your benefit plus interest. So you walk around saying, I don't, I'm not paying anything, I'm not paying anything, but you're losing. Right. The, ca- the value that you had of your original policy. Right. And the last thing is, if God forbid you pass away, you think you get both, right? No, you only get one. You only get your benefit. The company keeps all of your cash value savings. So you never get both. So what makes sense in investing in a cash value policy if you're never going to get the cash? You have to live to age 100 to get the cash. But if you live to age 100, you don't get the benefit. You only get Get the the cash. cash. So you still only get one. Wow. So we educate. We don't. Our company does not believe in whole life. We are licensed in all areas. We can, but we we don't sell it. We cannot sell it because we don't believe in it. It doesn't make sense for anybody. So we only do term insurance 100% of the time. Why? Because the concept is separating it, okay? Term insurance, you get a lot more coverage for less money. So you'll see with his uncle, we gave him $400,000 of coverage on him, his wife, and $25,000 on each of the kids for only $180 a month. So the difference of the two forty dollars he was paying 
call it 60 bucks, now you invest that outside in an IRA, right? Putting $60 away over 30 years, 35 years, you'll have over $300,000 cash. So do you still need life insurance if you have $300,000 cash? after 30 years, right? Just, just give or take. Yeah, I'm just throwing numbers at, based on his uncle. But at the end of the day, the concept is we want you to borrow the, the wealth in insurance as little as much, much coverage as you need for as little as possible till you gain it in cash. So we call it the theory of decreasing responsibility. In the early, year, in the early years, you need a lot of coverage because you have young kids, mortgage, debt. God forbid the loss of your income, what would your family do? Right. But in the later years, your kids are grown, your mortgage is paid, your debt is paid. You have your retirement, your 401k, your IRA. So if you have five hundred thousand dollars cash sitting somewhere, do you really need life insurance? Because if you pass, your family is going to get that. Right. So after 30 years, even if his uncle, after 20 years, has accumulated enough cash, cancel the insurance. You don't need it anymore. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So we want you to not have to pay for a policy your whole life. And that we want piss you to have a lot cash. of people off. It really should get people really upset looking at their policies right now. Go to the third or fourth page. You right. So you'll be so, I'm right. you, it'll but, burn you up. Right, and do the math. If you're paying three, $400, I mean, I know people in transit are paying $200 a paycheck. That's $400 a month. And we've shown them that you can take half of that right. and, and then take the money. You can, actually, you can actually correct it by if you have a whole life policy with Transamerica or whoever, you can actually take that cash, cash value out. out. Right. It's tax-free. It's your money. So if you get a term policy for less money for bigger coverage or the same coverage, you're going to pay less. But now if, say, you had $25,000 in your cash value, that's your cash. You could take it right now and invest it and let it grow. And then eventually you won't need the life insurance anymore because you'll have cash. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That's, that's the concept. Now, just the last thing to educate you, why our term insurance versus other companies? There's four major reasons, okay? And number one is a really major reason, especially when it comes to transit, because we are one of the four companies that have no war clause, no terror act, okay? So in 9-11, when all those families lost their lives, there's still families today fighting for benefits. Prudential didn't pay. New York Life didn't pay. Two big companies in New York, right? And so we have no war or terror acts. So it means any way you die, however you die, our company pays within 14 days. Okay, so that's a big deal, especially when you're dealing with New York City, biggest terror, terror, you know, terrorist area of the world, transit. Okay, like big deal. You guys deal. are going through buses and tunnels and all. I mean, right. tunnels and um, bridges and all. Right. That. A lot of these families are not being protected. There's four companies: Primerica Life, National Benefit Life, which is our company in New York. USAA, which is military insurance, and MetLife. Only four companies that cover an act of war, act of terror. Well, let me ask you, cuz. What's, what's up with our death benefit, the death contract? <laughs> <laughs> I believe we get uh, 100. Your salary or something? No, 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 no. We get like 150,000 or something crazy no, like that, right? No, we get like 100,000, I believe, yes. If we die on the job? If we, if we die in the line of, line of duty. Yeah. Line of duty death. Okay. Okay. Is that, is that that's, with other insurance that you have, or just and that's just one kind of policy? like that? You pay that through union dues, or is that just free money? No, that's free money. That's contractual. Okay. With the MTA. Okay. You know. Well, that's that's good to know. Yeah. I mean, that's a good thing. You know, but on top of that, I mean, you think about a young family, kids that are young, under twenty-five. You know, they're dependent on you under eighteen. Right. So that'll go. That'll go in a year. You know? You know, if you think about that, you know what I'm saying? You got to think on average, we tell people you should have about 10 times your annual salary if you have young kids under 18 that are dependent. Because Which is one to three dollars a day. Right. Because you need like a million dollars. I have my personally. My, well, yeah, my policy is a quarter of a million right now. 
But see, I opened it when I only had my when I had my first child, so it was just one. So now need, I like, probably need to increase it. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. I need but to see, increase it. Yeah, that's why it's important that people understand that. See, we're not a company that's a one and done thing. Our FNA, the financial analysis that we do, our goal is to revisit our clients constantly because lives change. Right? People buy houses, people have more kids, and they don't understand if they're underprotected, overprotected. Right, you right. know, so our goal is to help them make sure they have what they need. They're not paying too much and that they have at least something they can afford because I'd rather see you have something versus nothing at all because there are all these GoFundMe stuff that you see going on that's because crazy. people that's are not properly that's, protected that, that's right. sad, yeah. because who's educating on it? Who wants to talk about life insurance? Do you not hear when you get life insurance? It well, should be death insurance. The whole education in, in the school system about money period from taxes to life insurance is, is non-existent. It's non-existent. It's yeah. non-existent and that's why our communities are, are dying because they're not educated on money. I mean, we don't know what a budget is, you know? We got plastic. We swipe it whenever we want but we don't know what's coming out you who calculates anymore you know what i mean yeah who balances a checkbook right exactly <laughs> right but to go back to the other the four main reasons so one is the terror act two is the fact that we cover up to 10 kids for one price so like his sister has six kids and she pays six dollars and they each get ten thousand not six bucks a kid but six dollars up to 10 kids in your family can get covered that you're that you're responsible for that's a big deal because most people are paying Gerber, Gerber's whole life policy, and they think they're paying $15 a kid. That's a lot of money. If you can pay one price, see, we banned our families on one policy because it's cheaper. Other insurance companies want to do a policy on you, a policy on the wife, a policy on each kid. They get paid off each policy. Yes. Right? So the concept is we want to ban it to make it as cheap as possible for you and make sure you have the proper protection. And like I said, like Jay said, average family, $1 to $3 a day, you should be able to protect your entire family. Wow. So in the, in the event somebody dies, how long it takes for y'all to we have money. 14 days 14 days yeah and we actually put that money in an interest bearing account so you actually gain interest during those 14 days and if you need us to upfront the money to the funeral home we upfront the money directly to the funeral home and you get the difference in your check no penalty nope oh that's dope now y'all do car and home insurance too right right so we we have a, a referral program we work with like a lot of the top 25 companies and all it is is an apples to apple comparison we just check apples to apples and we say okay let's see what you have and let's compare it let's do a 10 minute phone call if we can save you money great if we can't they're gonna say keep what you got they're not there to sell you they're there to just help you save money and rule of thumb you should do that every six months anyway. every six months what happens is you have two this a company and it'd be like such and such then such and such plus Right. Yeah. And what happens is it, it, their rates will go up, you know, or go down. And you're still paying that high rate. So you should always six months call and just double check. Yeah. And make sure. I, you know, it's crazy. He say that because even with my cable bill, they give out <laughs> all these promotions. They right. don't tell you, but right. you continue to pay the high fee. Right. That's right. Instead of calling in and say, hey, my, you gave my friend over there cheaper. Oh, why you ain't call in? Mm-hmm. You know what it is? It's work, and people just, it's like a stickler to certain people, but it's work. You got to do work to make sure you're okay. If you're not on top of it, nobody else is, you know? Yeah, it's all based on your driving record, you, you know, your where you live, you know, your age. It's based on a lot of different things. So people, you go, oh, the guy down the street sold me mine. So you just go to the guy down the street. Yeah. But you don't realize that you don't, you might be mismatched just because you don't understand what some companies are better for younger. Some people are better for older companies. It just depends. So you got to check it out. Definitely. Okay. So it, with, with now the house insurance is the same way. Right. It's just apples to apples comparison. They check. I mean, we, on average, I think we save people about $400 a year. Um, and we have a, a program in New Jersey um, for people like that specifically in teachers right now. That's a really big 
big discount for teachers and with Plymouth Rock, which has been really been helping a lot of teachers save a lot of money. Okay, now it's, it's ironic. I see that y'all got legal services also, right? Mm-hmm. So I just had a friend today. Um, the union don't offer us legal services because mm. he's going through a divorce. Well, they they have law firms that they're affiliated with. But they're we, gray and gray. But we can't use them personally for issues. Oh, we can't use them personally. Yeah, because he said he called the union hall and they couldn't use it. But I see that y'all have okay. a, a program for lawyers also. Right. How does this work? Well, it's a, it's a legal protection. It's like having a lawyer on retainer. Um, and different, depending on the, the instance, there's like discounts based on different instances. But that, that brochure gives you 101 reasons why you would use it. Different things, parking tickets. It gives you a living will that you can constantly change. Um, it gives you, you know, options. Like I said, if, if, if you get pulled over or something happens and you want your lawyer, you have a tag on your car. You can just tell them, hey, I have legal protection and you have the right to call your lawyer right there. Yeah. So you have legal advice at your fingertips. And how much is this? That's um, $20 a month. And it pretty much, you know, you can use it as you need it. But $20 a month, you just have a lawyer on retainer. And you can use it for anything, like issues with a landlord, um, issues with, you know, somebody, you know, ruined something, a uh, piece of laundry or something like that. It could be anything legal. And what is the biggest? That's including uh, divorces and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, it's just all different. Like with divorce, they give you a certain amount of hours discounted. Right. And, you know, it just depends how long, you know, divorce yeah, could yeah. take. Most yeah. of it is yeah. real reasonable. You know, you get reasonable stuff. Are these lawyers in New York? Yes, yeah. they're local. Mm-hmm. They're local to Based your on your address. Oh, we just got to make sure none of them work at the union hall. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> exactly. 195, yeah. right? That's the first question right, you asked. Right, right, right. Because right. we're, we're nationwide. So, and we're in Puerto Rico and we're in Guam. Oh, okay. See, now this sounds like something the union needs to be exclusive on the property. Right. Services like this. <laughs> exactly. Not no M3 technology and what the hell are they selling? Exactly. Because, see, Primerica is honest. Because, you know, again, you don't have to use their services. Basically, they're about educating people about what's out there and what they have. Mm -hmm. Now, also, I believe um, the PLPP, (laughs) uh, you know, the prepaid legal also has the um, a a will attached to it. Right. Right. A living will that you can constantly change. Yep. And it's free. I mean, it comes with the twenty dollars a month. You don't pay extra to get that enforced where people have paid two hundred dollars an hour to get a will done. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. So it's worth it. It's totally worth it. And it's funny because I personally went through that, and this is way before Primerica. Like, my mom had passed away 16 years ago, and it was a Wednesday, and I said, hey, mom, you need a will. I'm going to do it Friday or whatever. She passed away Saturday. And it's like this, and I I had a little sister. Well, I have a little sister. She was nine at the time, and she had a different dad. And we went to court. I was working for transit at the time. So I'm working at night, getting off at 6 in the morning, going straight to J Street, going to court. And the fact that that was her dad, I mean, legally... You know, he, used to, he was working for the buses. That's so funny. And what happened was um, we fought. He just wanted the, the, the check, the Social Security check, which take the money. Just give me, you know, my little sister. And so I went to court for three years. Had I had prepaid legal, you know, and I was working with TA at the time. So oh, okay. it's pretty powerful. All right. Yeah. Now, also, what I want to tackle is um, some more services that Primerica offers is investments. Uh, please tell everybody all the services, all the investment services that Primerica offers and let's talk about as it compares to uh, 401k and 457 that transit offers through Prudential. Right. Okay. So um, we offer as far as uh, retirement accounts, we do IRAs, we do 401ks for companies. Um, you know, 
the goal is is when we sit with the family and do like again the financial analysis our goal is to see what you have and help you take what you have and make it more efficient so if it means that your 401k is matching you we'll help you look at the funds it's in to make sure it's funds that make sense because you can't touch your 401k till you leave so i mean and, and that's an important thing a lot of people don't realize if you had a job before and you left it you took all your stuff from your desk right but did why did you leave your money there You always need to take your money when you leave. So it's important that if you've ever left a job and never moved your 401k, it's important that you roll it into your own personal account because then you're in control of it. If that company goes down or bankrupt, your money's gone. So that's a very important key. But our focus is with the 401ks that people do have, they can't touch them until they retire. So we just want to help them become efficient with it. So we'll help them look at the funds, get them started. Um, If you don't have a 401k or if your 401k is not matching, or you don't feel like it's making money for you, then you can do an individual retirement account. Anybody can do a supplement to a 401k. So everybody can have an IRA and a 401k. And it, it's good to diversify yourself in different things. So it, it definitely, I definitely encourage it. And the reason why is because we do it for as little as 25 to $50 a month. Whatever you can afford to at least get in the habit of investing. Because see, most people take their money, right? They put it in the bank. And what does the bank do? They take our money pool it together and they put it in the market Mm -hmm. and they get that nine to 12 percent rate of return on all of our money and they don't even give us back one percent sounds like a legal ponzi scheme to me right (laughs) (laughs) but at the end of the day so we focus our clients on look use the bank for what you need your bills right everything that you need to use them for but the extra overflow that you have use that to invest in an ira let that money work for you and let it grow in a different sense and you can do it as little as 25 dollars a month to get comfortable and get in the habit of it and then grow it up now obviously iras so people know the max you can put in a year is 5500 um, because the government, they just allot that. $458 a month is the max you can put in every year. And if you're married, then they can put another 5500 So that's important to know. Um, but it's good to max it out because time is money. The longer you wait to invest, the less money you're going to have, the less time you're going to have to compound it. Um, we also do educational funds for children. So we do 529 plans and um, Coverdell IRAs, educational IRAs. Um, stuff like that because it's important because education is not getting cheaper so if you're saving in a bank it's not going to cut it so at the end of the day you got to make that money compound while your kids are young so by the time they're 18 they're you know they're well off and not in major major debt of student loans yeah. you know that's a big problem so as far as investments those are the things we do but the the benefit of our company is that we do it for as little as 25 just to get you started because we know people can afford that and we give middle america opportunity to get in the market you know because you right. need 10 grand five thousand most people they're not even gonna save that much money to even get that you know but let me ask y'all this hey, what, hey, what I, do y'all let me let me chime in one, one more thing um in relation to the primary investments is that you have more options as opposed to where it comes with Prudential and MTA. When you invest your money through Prudential in your 401k, Prudential is only going to put you in what they have, different MTA stable fund, MTA this fund, MTA that fund. You can't sit with them and say, well, I want to put money in Vanguard or iShares or Triple Q mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or with Leg, well, like Leg right. Masons. Like, it's like maybe right. we have, we call We're like the Costco of financial services. <laughs> 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 so if you think about it, like you can deal, we deal with American funds, Franklin Templeton, Invesco, Leg Mason, 
AXA. So we're like, you can only get what we offer through us. So you can't go to AXA and stuff like that and get what we offer. It's only through us, through them, can you get what we offer. That's, that's, what, the big, that's what the big boys play. Like, to sit with them sometimes, you got to have the minimum of, of like yeah. 2000 5000 Your net worth has to, to be high. And it's our platform, like too. Our platform, people come to us because our, our network distribution. Like, we have a lot of field agents out there who's out there talking to people. So we got more. Of, we got a higher rate to get to talk to regular folks then those big guys, they're not going to come knocking in Harlem to talk to people. They're not going to Brooklyn. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not going to do it. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? So our, our company, we are a financial services company, but we're really a distribution company. Right. Um, because McDonald's is not for burgers, fries, and shakes. You know that, right? McDonald's is in real estate. Real estate. Right? Mm-hmm. So Primerica is not, we're in financial services, but our goal is we're a distribution company. We want to get the information out as big as far as possible. So that's why we put the advertising dollars in our agents' right. pockets, and that's why it's all word of mouth. Which is how we want to work because we warm market. We don't cold call. And these guys come looking you know, for us. Right. Yeah, so, so did I see Equifax on it? Yeah, we deal with because pretty much we deal with um, you know life insurance, managed accounts, annuities, four hundred one k plans, mutual funds, legal protection, long term care, auto and home debt solutions, and Primerica Debt Watchers, like which is helping like credit gotta, and everything. I probably gotta make a deal and, and get down with this company. Help my, <laughs> help my credit score go up. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And you want and you want to know something? I want to basically put this out there, right? You know, based on our union, right? TW Local One Hundred on their on their twenty fifteen LM twos. LM twos is basically their financial is what they have to report to the Department of Labor, the Feds. They have in a box where it says investments, right? Nothing but zeros. Wow. They don't invest no money, and meanwhile, their in, their revenue um their revenue stream is our union dues, of course, the main thing, right. and then they have some real estate in um uh, income that they receive, but basically they don't invest no money. So they call themselves being, you know, in the black. Yeah, right. we're good financially. No, you're not good financially because you don't invest no money. So, ba- so basically, a company like Primerica can go to lo- Local 100 and they can help them invest their money and even give them advice. Right, right. Exactly. I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't trust them, though. <laughs> not in investing our money. Oh, you wouldn't trust them? Hell no. $17.2 million is missing. That's a lot. That's a lot. Exactly. Well, we need it to is. sit with them so we can find it. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, you're going to have to find Dick Tracy <laughs> to help you find that yeah, money, too. Shaft and Columbo. Yeah, all, you need all, all of them. them. Matlock, everybody. Dick Tracy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we have companies like Fidelity investing in our stock, buying our stock. Right. Like, these companies are buying our stock. So that goes to tell you something, you it's know? It's legit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, we own all of our products. Yeah. So it's like going to BMW's dealership. You're going to deal with someone who drives a Honda that's going to sell you a BMW or you going to deal with someone that has, <laughs> owns what they have. If you ever sit down with a Transamerica rep or someone in a life insurance company, you should always ask them, if they're trying to sell, sell you a product, especially whole life, you should ask them, what do you own? And then ask them why. <laughs> ask them why. I have a funny story and it's hilarious because one of our guys that we met with with MTA outside, you know, we were sitting with him. He had a policy, and he was super excited about what we did for him. You know, he referred us to a bunch of people that he knew, family members. But one of the reps sat down with him, and I guess after the fact, and he was, like, trying to sell him a policy from Trans America. And he told him, um, he said, no, I'm good. I got a good policy. And so he pulled out his policy and showed the Trans America rep. 
And he called me. He's like, I gave the transmitter guy your number because he was interested. <laughs> so, so he literally called me and I sat with this rep and he was like, wow. He was shocked. He's like, I need to get one of those. And some of those guys, is not their fault, man. Like, they taught to make money. They're just not They're educated. They're not taught to help yeah, yeah. people. They taught just to make a dollar. Right. You know? And you know what's funny with that? They get most of their clients through inductions yeah. and, and things. Like when we it's blinded. The new guys. When, yeah, when, when, the when new we guys. blinded. Like I said, you get a job. I got a city job. I'm super excited. I, I, you want me? I'll sign everything. My right. mother's. My That's daughter, what I was everybody. doing. I was signing right. papers. I, I don't um, even know who I signed. A lot you know, of the newbies, they just put you there. They think, oh, this is part of our, this is part of the job. This is what they offer. Right. And they sit down. They think that person sitting at that table is there to help them. And then they're not offering options. They're sheet, saying, this is what sheet. we offer. And then this is what they sign up for. Because I think that's all that the option is. What is travelers? That's travelers, I think, is a disability. Did it, right. That's, a, that's, that's, a that's the short-term disability. Oh, travelers, right. yeah. Uh, Y'all don't offer nothing like that, No, right? we don't really do disability because it's... Remember, we only offer what makes sense 100% of the time. Disability is not for everybody. It's all based on your job. Like, like if you are in a high-risk job, yeah, it makes sense. If I sit at a desk all day and my, my chances of getting disabled, why waste money on disability insurance? I'd rather yeah. see you just save money in an account so you right. have emergency, emergency fund. fund. Hmm. All right. Explain to them how the, a Transamerica um, agent gets paid in the first three years right so yeah so like i was saying in whole life like when they sell a whole life policy those first three years every monthly payment that they're going in goes directly to the agent so they get all their commissions up front so by the time the person figures out that their policy is what it is they've already made all their money so they don't care so it could be like even four years 20 years we sat with people that was like 15 years in and they they was like oh don't make they kept doing it It was such a cycle they didn't realize like you got duped, you know. Right. You paid a stranger money. And it's nobody's fault because, I mean, even some of these, these whole life agents don't even understand. They're just taught to sell. Right. These are the benefits. But they're not taught the evils. And then when we break it down in a simple page, like, you, all you have to say is, okay, what kind of coverage do you have? Do you have the one with the savings or the one without? If they say savings, I know it's whole life. I'm going to go through whole life versus term and explain to them the difference. And then I'm going to take their numbers and show them and give them a quote and compare it. If A over here they're paying six hundred a month and B over here they're paying two, what do you want to do? That's it. Mm-hmm. Like there's no sales about it. It's this is what you have, this is what you could do with the same coverage, and then take whatever cash values here and invest it and let it grow and compound with the rule of seventy two, and then you'll never have to worry and you'll be good for life. That's the concept. And it's just educating him and letting them if they say I want to continue paying six hundred, great. Who else do you know that we can help? You can't save everybody. I'm not here to save the world. I'm just here to educate and, and help one family at a time as much as we can, you know? Right. And you know, a part of that education also is, see, now you're using the word compound. Now, I, now I know what it means. <laughs> right. Okay, compound interest. But what I, you know, I want to put out there to everybody is that when our union goes to negotiate contracts, we get these percentages raises. Right. So people don't understand what what it means when our raises compound out every year you add on whatever the percentage is to whatever the current hourly rate is and then it compounds out right okay right. each year some people think if, if we get a 10 percent raise uh then basically they add it to whatever the hourly rate is straight up but it's no that, that's not how it works right right you it's, know it's kind of like the rule 72 is what we talk about when we talk about compounding because that is that's your money doubling over a certain amount of years like another investment product that we do is what i was saying is annuities right so annuities are mainly for people who are you know older that are getting ready to retire that want to create a pension for themselves because they don't really have a pension so you usually have to invest a minimum of ten thousand to start but what it does is it locks the principal so you never lose it 
and then it gives you a guarantee 6% rate of interest for six years. And then after that six years, it goes to 48%. So during that six years of 6% guarantee, if the market does better and gets, say, 12 or 20, you get the better. But if the market drops to four, you're guaranteed six. So you're constantly growing. And then every year it steps up. So if your new principal becomes 110,000, now you're locked at 110. You can't lose that principal. And then, and then once you decide to retire and start to take income, based on your total num- total amount at that time, say 10 years or so, is the, mi- the minimum you want to leave it there for, um, then you basically produce yourself an income for life. Meaning you basically get paid a check every month from whatever your balance is for life. And if you're married, it actually there's a rider on there that allows your spouse to continue it. So that's crazy because that sounds better than a tier six pension. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> it really should. It sounds, could I could I do a new annuity fund at my age? Uh, how I don't know. Thirty five. Okay, no, you have to be at least forty. You got five more years. Oh, oh Jamal, <laughs> you right around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. annuities are good because like p- pensions don't exist anymore. You know, so a lot of people they're getting rid of pensions. So I'll, I'll, I'll why 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 is that? Because <laughs> they don't have money to pay them. Oh. Our pensions are basically cool. annuities. Right. They, they pay into for a certain amount of time while you're on the job, and when you retire, it pays out, and just like an annuity, when you die, it ends. It's a defined annuity. Yeah, is, you're right. pretty much. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it's sad, It's sad, but, you know, on our job, uh, like I said, Tremel is a tier six member, and if you guys understand the tiers, uh, I, I know you used, you used to be a transit worker, <laughs> so you understand. Yeah. What Governor Cuomo enacted back in 2012 was tier six to where you can only invest only a certain amount of money above your base salary is going to go towards your pension only 15,000 only 15,000 wow. so so basically they can't build up their pension whereas people like me and Haran can do right. w- when we get towards the end because we're in tier 4 wow. so so basically you know tier 6 members and and, and Tremel included really need to listen to this show and become some great investors because you can supplement, you can use one of the investments right. to right. supplement what you lose out mm-hmm. on in, in in the pension 25, 30 years from now when they get to that point. Right. You and know? People shouldn't be scared, you know, to invest because, um, you know, people don't understand the market and that's the problem. And that's why, again, we educate on the market so people understand and I put it like this. I mean, and there's probably a lot more men on the line than women, but I always use the shoes example. So, like, for example, if you go to the store and you buy a pair of shoes and they're $50 a pair, right? And you can go out and you buy one pair. But the next day, if they're on sale and it's half off, you go and you buy two pairs, right, for the same price. 50 bucks you had, but you get two pairs now. So the market works like that where it goes up and down, up and down. But the concept is when the market's down, Wow, I'm so throwing money. my money in. Yeah. I'm not taking it out because when you take it out, you lose. Do you ever sell a house when the market's down? No, you sell it when it's high. So the same thing with the market. When the market's down and we have a lot of time when we're young, we want the up and down, up and down, right? Because when we, we buy low, it sells high. We just gained all that money, right? So the concept is every month when you put in a pack or a pre-authorized check plan of 25, 50, 100, whatever it may be, you're buying shares. So the concept is the person with the most shares at the end of the day wins. Right. Because however many shares you have at the end, that price per share is how much money you really have. So 
your goal when you're young is to accumulate as much shares as possible in the early years. So that's why when you start investing later, you have to play catch up because you didn't have all that time to gain all those shares. Well, you need to shoot me an email when the Prime America shares drops. Definitely. Oh yeah. And one of the one of the one of the key things is to start when you're young because you have time on your side, so you have more years of compounding interest. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like someone starting at 20 as opposed to someone starting at 40, you know, they have to start off with less money to have the same amount that I, um, I would have to put more money to have the same amount as someone at 20 years because right, right. they have more years of rolling compounded interest. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Someone at 20 years old with like maybe $50 a month in 40 years can have almost close to three hundred dollars to $400,000. As opposed to me starting at 40, I would have to do four hundred fifty dollars a month to have that same amount of money so this is the secret this is how the rich stay rich yeah you gotta you know what it is too you gotta teach people the long game like everybody's so this society we so impatient you know what i mean like if we teach people the long that's when you win Mm -hmm. because next thing you know 20 years will buy you was working for for ta right damn what happened 20 years but 20 years you could accumulate so much so much money so much more you know what i mean right and and we i learned i knew i didn't go to college for finance i knew nothing about finance i learned everything i know in this company because they give you a free financial degree for like your licenses. They pretty much pay for your license to help you educate families. She used to be a painter. I actually used to be in physical therapy first. (laughs) Physical therapy, my dad owns a painting business and so when I moved from Florida, because I started in Florida, I moved back to Jersey where I grew up and my dad owns a business so I ran the business with him. And then that's how I started back in the business again and said, all right, sorry, dad, you know, this is my passion. I love helping people. And it, it's not the same as physical therapy because that's a whole nother health insurance. It, you know, that's a whole nother scam in itself. <laughs> but the bottom line is you help people where it hurts. You know, people are drowning, you know, even the debt side. We didn't really get to talk about the debt side, but we still got time to talk. about. Yeah. I mean, the debt side is huge in America. You know, people are dying and through our financial analysis, we do the debt stacking is what we call it for free. Okay. So when I sit with my clients, I tell them, look, um, you know, we plug in the numbers and it pretty much puts out, okay, this is what you're spending. So you got your credit cards, right? Your, your, um, your mortgage, your car payment, your, your furniture, right? At the end of the day, this is just an example couple, but they were paying $2,800 a month, right? So if they continue doing what they're doing, they wouldn't be done till November 2031, paying over 97000 in interest, right? So we come in, and all we do is say, okay, the computer's going to restructure it. Not debt settlement. It's not going to hurt your credit. You're not going to pay us a fee to do it. You're literally going to take this piece of paper, put it on the fridge, and follow it to a T. It's not a consolidation loan or right. anything. Right, it's like nothing. It. So all it is is literally taking this piece of paper, right? They put it in the order you're supposed to pay it. You pay the same $2,800 a month. Right, but now they're going to be done July 2021, and they're only going to pay 42,000. They're saving 42,000 interest. Sorry. So how do they do it? You take the minimum payments on everything. When you're done with the first card, this card they're paying 303 to the first card. They'll be done in January 2017. What do most people do with that 303 when they're done? They spend it, right? We say no. Cross it off. Take the 303. Add it to the minimum of the next card, which is 353. So that 303 and that 353 is now 656 you pay to the second card and you pay the minimums on everything else. When you finish that card in February, you cross it off. Take that, add it to the next of the minute. So you're debt stacking the money. So you're going to be completely debt free 10 years sooner, saving half the interest. Now, mortgage, car, credit cards, everything paid off, right? So now that's $2,800 free 
right, for you to pay yourself. So now it says right here, if they pay themselves $2,800 a month, by the time they retire at age 67, they'll have $1.1 million. So they just figured out how they could get out of debt and still retire. By doing the same exact right. thing they've been doing. So like it's a complete... No new money. Right, it's a complete roadmap to retirement. And it's not just for people in debt like someone like me thinks I pretty much got it together when it comes to finances. When I first met them, like, you need to do your FNA. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I don't need FNA. But when I sat and did the FNA with them and they showed me I could free up some money, I was like, okay, so what do I do with that money that's freed up? Okay, now you invested in the market and you have this when you left. I'm like, okay, let's go. So it's not for just for people that um, are in debt, but someone that right. just want to get a better path to retirement and getting their finances in control. Well, how rich are y'all? <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, you have to make the money and you have to, and you have to be patient, just like they said. Right. You know. And you want to yeah. hear something else too? In, in this business, uh, any any listen, I used to be a carpenter, so you could come from anywhere. Like you guys know, I got gold in my mouth, man. Like you could come from anywhere and learn this stuff. Like it's a concept, mm-hmm. you know. Like any like a job, you go to a job, you sit up there and learn the best way to be a painter or whatever it is. At some point, you're going to know how to paint this wall faster, smarter. You know what I mean? And you got your system down packed. It's the same thing with this. It's a self-improvement program for yourself, and you're learning a lot financially for yourself. But once you learn that, you're able to educate and pass it on. I mean, I tell people all the time, if gas was 10 cents a gallon down the street, would your family be pissed off if you didn't tell them? It's the same concept here. If you knew concepts that you didn't educate your family, your friends, your coworkers, they'd be pissed off to find out, like, you've known this all this time and never told me. You know what I mean? Like, that's all we need to do is get to the point where we're just helping everybody, educating them, because knowledge is power. Yeah, it's true, you know? because most people, when they talk about, when they were friends and family or even with coworkers, they talk about finances. They just talk about how much money they owe. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm dead. I need to make some money, some OT, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But no one really talks about what, what, what they're doing to make money right. you know, right. how, what they're doing smarter with their money you know what I'm saying and right. even sometimes when you do tell people they're like ah, I don't know about that I don't trust it right. and for me my experience was opened my eyes up into investing was I actually met someone that owned a few brokerage firms and he told me do this do that whatever and I was skeptical and I procrastinated but it took me three years following what he did without actually playing with the little money that I had until I say, oh, what he's talking about really does work. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that's when I started opening my eyes and investing and getting more financially literate. But let me ask you a question. Do we, I have programs like, um, let's say if I wanted to save like 30000 in five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all, mm-hmm. have, y'all could map that out for me on exactly how to do it based on my income? Right. Yeah. We have something called financial calculators um, where it basically tells Is you. Is it an app? Yeah. Well, not for, it's an app within the company. That okay. You have to be licensed. <laughs> yeah. That thing again about getting you licensed, we still talking. Yeah. But I mean, it, we have apps, the app in our company that basically is a financial calculator to tell you, okay, if you put this amount away, this much money away at this interest for this many years how much would it be even if you just took a lump sum and just left it there and you left it there for 30 years how what would it turn into and it's crazy when you take it and you go from okay putting away $25 a month for the next 35 years at 3% right which is the banks don't even give you but mm-hmm. even at 1% you show them it's like $12,000 but when you change it to like 9% and lowballing it you're like at almost for $50,000, something crazy, like totally out this world because people think that it's safe to invest in a bank, but you're not really investing in the bank. You're losing money. They're not even giving you 1%. Inflation's 3%. 
And if you're investing under your mattress, you're really you're losing money. money. Oh wow. <laughs> oh yeah. And you know, another great thing that I was educated to, now you talked that now you talked about debt stacking, right? Right. right. A lot of people use these debt consolidation co- companies and basically what they don't tell you is that it brings down your credit score a lot, right? Because you have to you have to cut up your credit cards. Mm-hmm. You can't get no more credit cards. They tell you don't you can't have no credit cards open right. until you come off the program, right? Right. So right. you know, so basically, there's nothing like debt stacking, and, and right. that taught me basically how to how to kill debt. I mean, I don't have a whole lot of debt, but. I have a I have a little bit that I need to get rid of, you right. know. But right. whatever you're able to pay, at least you can kill it a little bit at a time and kill it faster than you would. Like we have a, a you know one of our guys who has three hundred thousand dollars in student loans. They she wasn't going to be done to like a hundred and thirty, <laughs> and now we're getting her done like in her eighties. But that's a big deal because she's older. <laughs> yeah, but it's crazy. It's crazy to think like people. I'm gonna take the hundred and thirty, right? <laughs> I'm gonna be dead anyway. <laughs> But yeah, but that's why it's so important to knock it out when you're young. All these things are so important when you're young and you're healthy. Like even life insurance, you need to lock it in when you're young and healthy. Young kids don't think it's important, but yo, if you're paying, if you're 25 years old on average, you could pay 35, 40 bucks a month for 250,000 of coverage, right? And that's for the next 35 years, never changing on you. Where people are waiting till later in life now, they're older, it costs more, are they healthy? And now it's costing them a hundred something dollars a month versus when it, you could have locked it in for thirty, forty dollars a month, a dollar a day, right. and it never, never changes. Not only you. that, can you now work it into your budget at forty as opposed to when you was twenty and right. twenty five dollars really wasn't right. a thing to you. Yeah. Now right. at forty and you got three kids, a car, rent, mortgage, whatever. Right. So it starts you, slipping can away. You, can right. you squeeze out forty dollars a month for life insurance? Like, Some people can't. We have a half a million dollar policy each, so we have a million dollar policy together and twenty five on our son, and. We pay one fifteen a oh, month. Oh, yeah, I got a son together. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we have we pay one hundred and fifteen dollars a month, and we have a half we have a million dollar policy, and for thirty five years, it's never going to change. And on the us. crazy part about educating people young is, I, I met this girl. I didn't meet her I, through a friend. I met her. She was just started college, Texas Tech, right? So she was like, she's going to college, art student. So what they wanted her to pay per semester is thirty grand. And her mom was like, I can help you as much as I can, but the girl freaked out. She said, um. I, this is I'm 20 years old. This is too much for me. I can't go to school owing that debt without even starting class yet. You know what I mean? So granted, we wasn't around for her then, but it's like it's a, here's a young girl who already know the power of you know what this this system is rigged. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't cost it once you go to school, man. I mean, I get education, but to pay majority of your life to pay a, a debt back just for learning something is insane. You know right. what I mean? Now the question that I have right is 529 plans for college. Uh, of college savings if your child decides that they're not going to go to college or whatever for whatever reason what happens what can you do with that money that you saved in the 529 plan is there a penalty well there's different different um companies that do different things and you know every company different but but 529 plans are yeah basically for education um you can transfer them to like other children which is other ways if like one child doesn't go, you can or transfer it. Yeah, but you can't, uh, if you take the money out, it's taxed because it's not for education. So if you don't use it for education, yeah. I mean, I suggest a lot and what we have for our son is like an UGMA account because it's a uniform gift to minors. Um, so they can pretty much do whatever they want with it at that point. So it's still like savings in a high interest, like a, like a 529, but it doesn't have the same you know <clears throat> tax benefits and stuff like that. But you can put it, you know as much as you want into that and then use it for whatever and you, you have want. How old are y'all son? So, four. Four. And does this money, like, would these, like, school accounts go towards, like, uh, uh, 
private school or anything like that? Yeah. Or, well, the 529s is, yeah, all education. It has to be educational. But, oh, like, okay. like, 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 UGMAs are for anything. Like, you can right. use it for a house if they want to use it for a, a house, car. for a car. Right. You know, so those are, there's different <coughs> kinds of accounts. So it gets technical and more detailed when it goes into each account. But, you know. Now, if you have multiple kids, can you have multiple accounts or can it just be one account? No, it, it has to be multiple accounts because they're all individual. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. There's one custodian to an account. So one minor, you know, like if you have different kids, you have to have each one has to have one. Think about doing that, cuz. I see you over there. Wheels yeah. turning over there. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I have three, so right. that's something I got to think about. You right. Know? Yeah. Right. I mean, the first thing I would tell you is we need to sit and do a financial analysis because I can tell you this. You'll tell me this is what you want, but I'm gonna be like, okay, let me just see what's going on to make sure that you know it makes the most sense for you. That's the thing where other people will just be like, okay, yeah, here, let me give you life insurance. Let me give you this. Let me. No, we want to it's not a one-time thing it's a relationship that we build with our clients and our families you know what i mean like it's they're referring us to other people so we want to build that relationship it's not just a one-time thing you know right it's not just a thing where you know y'all come in take people's money and that's and and run sit at a lunch table sit at a lunch table exactly sit at the lunch table table. (laughs) right exactly no exactly that's exactly what goes on (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what goes yeah, on exactly. but that's not what Primerica does right yeah. we're not corporate America as, as say it in a sense like we're, we're not about to you know suit and tie and you know not that we're not professional it's just that we want to relate to people we are ourselves and most of us in the business we come from the same place you know right. nobody came from you know Park Avenue or whatever we come from the same neighborhoods you know we speak the same kind of languages we look the same whatever and it's, it's easier to get in the market and talk to people that way anyway. You know exactly. What I mean? It's not corporate America, but the education is the same definitely. as corporate America. Right, right, And right, that's right. the beautiful thing. Yeah, right. you know? And anybody, it gives every walk of life a chance. Oh, pretty yeah. Pretty much. Just because we're not yelling don't mean we're not loud. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But listen, I was in the business and I've been to the leadership schools yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, the promotion yeah. and, and, and the Georgia Dome. Yeah. It's fun. It's, it's a oh, fun yeah. thing. It's, it's work hard, play hard, but it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I enjoy what I do. I get up every morning and enjoy what I do. So I don't have to worry about, oh, my gosh, it's Monday. Oh, my gosh, it's hump day. Oh, my gosh, TGIF. Like, every day, <laughs> every day is TGIF to me. I mean, I make my own schedule. You know, we, our son is in school two days a week because we choose that because he's, he's still in preschool. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, and like I said, we, we just want to educate. And the more people we can get licensed to educate, um, the more families we're going to affect. All right, speaking of that, how can someone get licensed? So our company offers an opportunity to allow people to make some part-time money. Um, you know, our founder was a football coach. He was a teacher and a football coach, and he worked this business and learned it. And then he ended up deciding quitting teaching to go full-time. So we offer that opportunity for everybody. Our company is constantly expanding, looking for people on a part-time basis um, that wants to go through a training program to educate. Our company pretty much pays for all of your licenses, um, you get your auto, your home, your debt certification, your legal protection. You get your life insurance, state license, your um, investment licenses, Series 6, Series 63, Series 65, Series 26, um, to do all retirement, educational, all that kind of stuff, accounts. Um, so pretty much all those licenses cost about $1,400 with the state. But our company pays for all of it, minus $99, which is a background check because we can't hire felons. Obviously, you'd want to know if I'm dealing with your finances that I'm, you know, regulated and not just coming out of jail. Um, But, you know, we got to be highly regulated because we are regulated by FINRA, you know. Um, So $99 pays for your background check and the book for the class. And pretty much um, our website, which runs your business, which is all basically 
wireless. You could take an iPad and a laptop and drop me in Ohio and I could run this business and help anybody I want. Um, so as little as $25 a month is our only overhead. Um, but you still have to be licensed in that state to do business. Well, right. You have a non-resident license no. in any state. Yeah. Okay. But you can Once you're licensed in your home state, you can get non-resident license yeah, in any state. Yeah. You just pay a fee for that, that state. Now, really? do I that's, have- what, that's something new because I don't remember that before. No? Yeah. I mean, it w- it's been around. But, I mean, I don't know how long ago. Like I said, ten, you're talking 04, 03 when I, I got licensed? I started 04, so I don't know. I started 04. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but, but yeah, I mean, you now, you're able to do business in any state just as long as you have a non-resident license. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, and, and like I said, it's, it's, you know, it's crazy. I mean, it, it, the money that you can make part-time, you help three to five families a month, you can make an extra $2,000, $3,000 a month. I mean, we have people working with us part-time. It doesn't affect their job. They're still working their job, and they're learning this business on the side. And they can just make this an extra $2,000 a month income, and they never have to leave their job. But if they decide, hey, I love the freedom, I love the passion of educating families, that's what I did. In six months, I became a vice president and just went right full full force because I was making more money part-time in the business than I was at my job. And I was like, this just makes sense. And then I just went for it. And, you know, the company's done very well. And, you know, we we get paid six figures for helping maybe together 12 families a month. Now let me ask let me ask a question, and this is just like from regular knowledge. Um, this is not a pyramid scheme because it's on the stock exchange, right? Right. The, a pyramid scheme is illegal. Yeah. If you think about a pyramid, right? Think about your job, right? Who's at the top? What are your chances of being that person? What are your chances of going to your boss asking them, "Can I make a hundred thousand dollars like this year? When will I make a hundred thousand? People will be like, "You're sick. You need to go home." <laughs> you become, you become a threat, though. Right. But at the end of the day, there's unlimited positions at the top. Everybody can be at the top. Where here, there's one starting position. And everybody starts at a position where you get licensed. But you can, our goal is to help families get to where we are. So my concept is everything in this company is about pushing up people. It's about my financial interest is in helping Jay or Haran get to where I'm at. Because my financial interest is in them. Because the company pays me bonuses to help them become me. So the, the, the goal is, is there's nothing about a pyramid because is a business a pyramid? Because if you work for a business and you're an employee, are you not making money for your boss? Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. Is that a pyramid? Technically speaking, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the, the concept is, is like if any business, American business, you're making money, right, for somebody. Yeah. Somebody has to be making money above you, yeah. right? The, the business makes the most money when you have more people. So we leverage our time through people because our goal is, like we said, the, the concept is we need more people licensed and we recruit people to get in the business because we just need to affect more families because we don't ad- we don't advertise. Well, let me ask you about the, uh, like y'all said, y'all make, y'all probably have 12 families all together. Y'all make six figures a piece, right? So what do you sign these families up with? Do they have to be signed up with a whole package or you could just have them on life insurance or... It, 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 Everything's individual. Yeah, and it's like a, a, a personal. We're, we're doctors, financial doctors. <laughs> right. We go to your house. We check the, check your temperature and mm-hmm. say, hey, this is I what like you that, need to yeah. go. Yeah. Right. So, so, what determines your salary then? Well, it's all based on commission. Yeah. So there's no salary. Is if you help a family, say I help a family with life insurance, and I save them three, four hundred dollars, then the company pays me a commission off that because they're basically buying a product through one of, through our company, and so the company pays us to do it. like a travel agent. Is it recurrent? Um, for different products or different yeah, things. Investments. So you get paid off each product differently. 
Um, so you could get five checks in one night if you help a family save in all areas. You could get one check from one thing, one check from another. Now, on top of that, like I was bringing it back to the real estate example, our business model is like real estate. So if you're a broker and you go sell a house, you make 6% commission off a sale of a house, right? But you teach him how to be an agent. And you train him and develop him to be everything he can, right? Now, he makes 3% off a sale of a house. So who makes the other 3%? Because regardless, the commission on a sale of a house is 6% to a broker. Mm -hmm. So you make the other 3% because you've trained him, put your blood, sweat, and tears into training him. But now, he's a hustler. He's out selling houses making 3%. And you're happy because you're making 3% and you're just home doing nothing, right? But he gets smart and says, okay, I can take a broker's test and become a broker just like you. So now guess what happens? You become competition. He takes half your clients, goes across the street, opens his own real estate office. Mm -hmm. Now you're competition. You just trained your competition. Our company uses that same business model, but we take the competition out. Our focus is I, my financial interest is in you to help you become me because the company will pay me a $50,000 <coughs> bonus forever. The company will. The company will pay me a $50,000 bonus. But you won't make bonus. money off of me. Well, if you, I might know. If I train and develop you, right? And then I'm a vice president and you're just starting out as a, as a rep or whatever. You go out and help a family. You're going to make two, three hundred dollars. And then I make the difference of your contract and my contract because I've trained you and got you in the field. Do you get paid to train at your job? Like cool. a, yeah, 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 yeah. It's called breaking in the student. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get paid two hours. Right. Well, we get paid to train. So that's that's the goal. Like like we and, and the goal is to leverage your time through people. See, we have a business within a business where eventually it'll work itself. Like you go to Atlantic City, you pull the slot machine. Does Trump come out and give you your money? Negative. He no. has a system of people working for him. I don't him. give a fuck who yeah. brings me out my money. <laughs> exactly. As long as it's not him. Yeah, it, it, it could be him. I don't care who it is. As long as that money right but same thing microsoft if you have an issue you call microsoft does bill gates answer your questions Negative. no same he has a system of people working for him right. so yeah. our concept is distribution we we want to leverage our time through people so We're we trying have to the just freedom. build a whole bunch of leaders you know right. what i'm saying independent yeah. leaders at the same time right yeah. right so how long does it take to get the all these licenses like can i just get one license and just focus on that you well, can yeah. you can well, it's these, whatever you want see there's no are, quotas i'm sorry those tests are hard they just, you got to study for them no it's up you know what our our tests we their form now back then probably it was a lot different but now we need people licensed so our teachers are taught to to teach you exactly what you need to pass that test pretty much multiple choice <laughs> oh okay yeah. and you know because that's called residual income yeah that's when, what i was talking about yeah when, right. when you make money off when of you make, exactly yeah, yeah. when right. you make money off of the person yeah, that's yeah, under you yeah, that yeah. you train yeah it's right. called residual income we, we, we got of, another theory too I, I know what you meant though yeah. yeah we got another theory you know how like most jobs you know, you you're you're let's just call it you make eighty thousand dollars, right? You probably worth more than that. So whatever the difference is, your your boss, whoever, they get the difference, which is a, a lot. Our company is structured like, okay, let's flip it around. Whatever you do, we get a small percentage of whatever it is, right? Com you know, commission wise. Cause it's unlimited income for you. So you could make a million dollars. We're still gonna get a small piece of that a yeah. million. Yeah. So your income is never gonna stop growing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we just teach it. We reverse it a little bit and kind of educate people on how to be leaders. Because the thing is this, though. You can do what you could do right here. But if you had nine more people like you, you could be, you know, more more productive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I got my question answered. How long does it take for the... Okay. It depends so, on you. So, that, there, oh, yeah. so the certifications are quick video you watch for auto, home, legal protection, and debt. Right? So quick there's video, no class. video, like a few hours. No, oh, no. like five, five, five minutes, minutes yeah. 10 minutes. Okay. You're certified right away. So you can start making money in those four areas immediately. Life insurance, the only class that's mandatory. So you have a two-day class in New Jersey, a two-and-a-half-day class in New York. 
other states are different, right? So like, it's 10 hours one day, 10 hours another Right, four and hours. you can break it up however you want. So you could be done in Saturday, Sunday, done, right? And you're licensed three days later. So it doesn't take long at all. You could get licensed in a week um, with life insurance. And then investments is all study online. Pretty much study at your own pace. I say maybe 30 days to get licensed in securities if you really focus. And that's all your licenses, pretty much. I mean, so within 30 to 60 days, you could be fully licensed if that's all you focus on. But our goal is while you're getting licensed, we're helping you grow and learn this business and build a business within it. So once so, you get that license, So by the time you're licensed, go. you're independent right. and you're on the go. And the company pays for these licenses? Everything but $99 for a background check and for the book for the class. That's it one time. And then $25 a month for your website. But we also have different positions. So if you become just a referral partner and you know a lot of people that need the information and you just want to get licensed, you can just get licensed. And then the $25 a month, you don't have to pay if you're not active. So And there's no quotas. So it's not like if you don't do five, help five families, you, you're going to get fired. And once you're promoted, you can't get demoted. So it's not it's work at your pace. Whatever you put in, you get out. See, that's what I saw when I was 25. I was like, when I did my financial analysis, I was like, this is amazing. I know a lot of people that need it. What I'm going to give it 90 days. If this works and it actually helps me, I'm, it could change my life. And it did. It actually changed my life twice. Because I started when I was in Florida, went through a divorce, came back home, left everything, started over, and built it again. So became vice president twice within you know a short period of time. So first time I became vice president was six months. The second time within two years. Oh yeah, you know that company is definitely it definitely changed my life because. So why you left, guys? I didn't leave. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't leave. Like I said, I had hardships, so that's why I kind of like you know had to put it on hold. Mm -hmm. You know, but what it is is the company. You know, from what I learned going to the op meetings mm -hmm. and being around the millionaires and stuff is basically how other businesses work. Right. I learned I learned to look at how the MTA work and do their business. Mm -hmm. So basically all across the board right. in this country, how people do businesses and the schemes and things like that. Right. And, right. And, and, and the financial aspect of everything, you know. It helped me out a lot. Right. It taught you truth. And, and that's the thing. A lot of people, it's not about, this is not always somebody's final destination. People find, that like, to me, this is my final destination. I believe this company. I believe in it 100%. And most people, sometimes they come here to learn, and then they, they use what they learn, the skills, to go start something else, you know? But... It's it's been a lot of it's been a lot of help to a lot of people in and life. And it's free education. That's right. the we push that more than anything you else. Can't free get education, the financial you know? education. Right. For ninety nine dollars, you don't get because information education is, is useless if you're not applying it. You know what I mean? So. And there's state there's state licenses. So if you decided you wanted to do this business for six months, get your licenses, and it wasn't for you, those licenses are still yours. They oh, wow. go with you. Mm -hmm. That's right. Just That's just how confident the company is, though. In in knowing that when people come and get licensed, they're going to stick. Because why would they put so much money out if they weren't confident? The real ones stick, the real ones. So how many, how many people is a part of this company, I know? We have 110 or so thousand licensed representatives. Um, we're going to 130, that's our goal. Um, but we've only tapped 2% of the market. Our goal is to hit 10% of the market. So we haven't even saturated the market. I mean, there's still people who don't even know who we are. You know, we gotta um, speak to Samuelson, man. Get, get these people on the property. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta get them on the property and, and, and get and get them to and start investing. Yeah, you know, start. Investing I don't want them to invest my money. Listen, and we have the most six to seven income um, income earners too in North America than any mm -hmm. other company. Oh really? Mm -hmm. 
Oh, okay. If you Google who has the most people making the most six-figure income in North America, it's Primerica Financial Services over Apple, over Dell, over Microsoft, Google, over when, all when of them. When you compare employee the employee ratio to who making the income, the opportunity yeah. to make figures, income. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're gonna go work with a company, you want to work with a company that gives you the best odds of making the most. Most money. of those other companies, not too many people making big. It's only a handful of people making a lot of money. Like this you know? is the only company where hundred thousand dollars is minimum wage. <laughs> bye bye MTA exactly yeah <laughs> they wouldn't never let us um, dual employment with this though they wouldn't approve this I mean I used to do it <laughs> but I, did I, they I, know it's, it's, yeah of course they did it's not a conflict of interest it's not exactly um, dual employment I, I would say that because you're just you're licensed you're you 1099 it's, it's like you get in a state don't, no one can tell you you can't get a license right you, get, you, don't, you know what I'm saying but when you when they cutting your check and they using your social security number that's dual employment. If you collecting taxes on it, that's dual employment. Transit would come after you for that. Yeah. Especially if you don't report it. But at that point, you'd be making six figures anyway. You'd be gone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we, we're definitely confident in that. Yeah. So, yeah. I, won't, I won't be gone. If you say I could work my part, that's, this is a part-time job and yeah. I'm full-time. Why would I quit? Yeah. Right. My, my job, the hardest part of my job is getting there on time. But right. the good thing is if, if they're a husband and wife, they can get their spouse license. Right. <laughs> And still have yeah, the business. Yeah, we got, we got this. The license. <laughs> mm-hmm. Spouse yeah. license. Like, 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 we believe in partnership. We're both licensed. So, partnership is key because two minds focused on one goal gets you faster. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, we yeah. are all about partnership. You'll never see, like, you know, husband goes this way, wife goes that way, and they never see each other. They come home, have dinner, they go to sleep. They start over again, right? Here, it's not like that. Here, we... You know, you're with your partner. Not that everybody wants to be with their partner all the time, but but you're with your partner and you're building a business and you're focused on main goals together. On trips and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. We go on trips every six months. It's crazy. It's insane. That's it's nice. like, it's not something that pe- people think it's, it doesn't make, it's too good to be true, but it really is. I oh. can make it sound bad, oh, but okay. it really is. It's really true. Okay. So do you always win the trips? Yeah. Well, we be since I joined. Once you win yeah. one, you don't stop. <laughs> Oh, okay. We've been to Bahamas. <laughs> we've been to Puerto Rico. We've been, uh, been to Hawaii. We just came, we just back, came back from, from Colorado. Colorado. We're going to going Disney. Disney. They shut down. Actually, like, going to Atlanta yeah. in a couple of weeks. They shut down all Universal Studios for just Primerica. One night, all li- no lines. All the foods open. After you get Your past the surreal part, it, you you get it. You be like, okay, now look I got at this it. shit. That's deep, right? <laughs> now, but our union. They get us a fucking parking lot. Exactly. <laughs> right. And tailgating. We're washed up athletes. Right. <laughs> and drunk reps. Yeah. You know? Drunk they, presidents. They drunk all the time. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So that's what it is. But yeah, the opportunity's there because people are drowning. Their jobs are not sufficing. You know, inflation is what it is. And, you know, our incomes are not matching up. Well, that's, what I, wanted to, that's what I wanted to ask y'all. Do y'all happen to know the cost of living to live in New York dollar amount? I don't know. I'm from Jersey, <laughs> but uh, um, it was like forty three dollars an hour. It's probably somewhere around hey, here, certain, right? Certain boroughs are different because I know in Manhattan, in Brooklyn, you got to make a certain amount of money just to rent. Well, well, yeah, well, yeah, well, it's starting to all become similar, in the, right. regardless yeah, yeah, of what yeah, yeah. right, right. Everything right. except the Bronx. The Bronx yeah. caught in the Matrix. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you say it's forty three dollars an hour, and look at our hourly salaries. Exactly. You know, and a lot of people would love to invest in money. I mean, invest in, in these type of things, but don't have the money right. to no, actually no, Some do people do have the money. They just don't know where their money is Remember, going. Right, the see, fear that's kicked the, in. That's fear, the biggest problem. Yeah, because fear kicked in. Like you said, it's stress. You don't know if you have the money. You don't really know. Let us help you figure that out first because yeah. you might be right. And if you, if you don't have the money, we can show you how to get it, though. 
Because we tell people this, if you don't have $100, you need to work with us. Yeah, mm-hmm. You really, you know what mean? You really need to work with us because we can help you get that cushion, get, at least get you above water. You know what I mean? The biggest problem, though, like what, what Q was saying is these guys, when we, we try to sit down with them, they don't even know what's coming out of their checks. Right. Like, Most of they them. don't even look at their paychecks. Like, I'm like, just get a pay stub and let me look at it. And, and like, as what's you know, this? What's a pay that? stub is so confusing. You want to know right? what? I don't know. It's mighty funny that y'all say that because today I looked at my paycheck for the first time in like a year and a half because I wanted to see about my FMLA days. But I only said I worked 50-something hours. So I said, hold on. What the hell going on here? People don't read them. I'm telling you, they have no idea what's going on in their paychecks. Like, so that's that's a that's a big thing right there. Is like you got to fix the leak. You know what I mean? So people don't realize. Okay, they just think okay, this is going out. But when we can sit down and be more efficient with it and explain it to them, it's like oh my gosh, I didn't know that. And then they're like, okay, who do I call? Who do I talk to? Got to go talk to the union. Got to go talk to the travelers. Got to go talk to that Transamerica. That all helps them find that money. You know, too, people. You know? Most people with Transamerica, they don't even have a policy. They don't. Even, they just have it coming out of their check. They don't even know what coverage they have. What they don't even know How what they're much? paying monthly. And, and a lot of people they do it because of the convenience of it having coming out of your right. check. Like some people you talk to, like, oh, does it come out? Of my, no, it come out of your um, checking account. Like, oh, I, I want to come out of my check. Mm-hmm. So what's the problem with coming out of your checking account? Your bills come out of your checking account. Yeah. Your bills don't come out of your your paycheck. You know. So it's like. Some of it is convenience, but it's not because it's convenient doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. That's correct. Yeah. We're trying to correct. clean people, brainwash people the right way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like clean your brain from all the mediocrity and all that stuff and just educate people in the, you know, the correct way, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, you know, what people also need to be educated about is that retirement. You know, I hear a lot of people say, yeah, when I get 55, yo, I'm out. I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know, but retirement is not an age. It's a dollar amount. Right. Mm-hmm. So... If you're basically financially ready to leave and retire from the job, then, hey, go ahead and retire, you know. But basically, you know, uh, everybody needs to take the education from Primerica or, or elsewhere and, and, and use it to apply it to themselves and set themselves up for retirement. Because a lot of people leave and they call themselves retiring from transit and then... You know, people through the years that went to go drive another bus, a school bus, mm-hmm. or they went to go get another job because they realized, oh, my, uh, you know, my money, they, they ends don't out. meet. But I'm like saying to myself, well, you know, so, but basically that's, but there was nobody around to educate pe- our members to set themselves up for retirement. You know, all they have is the, pe- is the, pe- is, is, uh, the financial person at, in the union mm-hmm. who called himself giving advice but and, i'm like really and you know what that's that's one of my my beasts with the um the job is like when i came to the job i came to the job at 22 mm-hmm. so basically all the people i was working with were the same age as my father and my mom you know hey i'm 22 years old and none of these adults and i was a kid at the time looking back none of them say hey what are you doing with your money you know you should be doing this with your money you should be doing that with your money and now that i'm gaining the education and finance that i am i find myself teaching them you know what I'm saying? What I'm learning that they didn't know themselves. Yeah, you know, that's so right. a lot of this information needs to be disseminated yeah. amongst the ranks. Because you find a lot of the older guys, they working to pay off bills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They got the time. You know, when a guy tell me, an older guy, oh, I got my papers in my front pocket. Well, why the hell are you still here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> why are you still here? They working to pay off bills, had kids, wanted to be crazy at 40, mm-hmm. end up having kids at 40. They're still going through child support and, and things like that. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, see, that's how, the, you know, that's how the jobs are. Again, when you come on the job young and you're wild, especially back in the day, you were wild and crazy. So, you know, basically you spent money like crazy and you didn't understand, like, okay, now it's time to buckle down and put some money aside. Or basically some, 
but most members didn't do that. Mm -hmm. They didn't buckle down and put money aside, you know. And just like Q said, I was 22 when I started the job. And a a lot of the senior people who were around didn't teach us this about money. Nope. And and even back in the day in school, the educate, like I said, the education that I got from Primerica, it well exceeds any college you know right, right, right. you yeah. know what i would have paid to learn in college i got i got for free for 199 right back then back you know? then yeah right and, and it's funny that you're saying that because with the fna again i know i keep going back to it because it really is the value of everything we do something like this a company it would cost fifteen hundred dollars for someone to do this with them like american express or any other company they'd sit down with you they cost fifteen hundred dollars to say hey this is where you're at you're broke and then they can't help you. <laughs> but the bottom line is, in the retirement portion of the FNA, we actually go through, okay, what age do you want to plan to retire? Not what society says, but what age do you want to plan to retire? And at that point, how much money do you want coming in monthly? And we say lowballing it based on your age, 3000 or to anywhere from three to 5000 5000 being high or more, just based on what you're used to, right? Because, you know, your kids are growing and stuff like that. You don't need as much money that you may be in your high years, you know, making. But... Say 5000 a month. So it's going to tell them exactly what we call their FIN number, their financial independence number, right? So this person, for example, said they want to retire 67 with 5000 So their FIN number based on their age that we did the FNA is $1.3 million. So people are just putting money away in a 401k and an IRA, but they don't really know, is it going to be enough like you said? You know, because it's not it's a it's a number that that has to be sitting somewhere that's going to produce them 5000 a month until retirement until death so that they never have to worry about going back to bag groceries or shop right or something because they they ran out you know (laughs) but it it tells them exactly okay you have to put away based on your age right now 948 dollars a month to get to 1.3 by the time you're 67 now it doesn't mean they can afford that but it's a roadmap it's what you need to do now if they waited till 72 they only have to put away 469 dollars a month but if you have no idea where you're at right now, how are you going to get where you want to go? So you have to figure out where you're at so that you can get to the places you want to go and put that together in a roadmap. Because we're just saving and we don't really even know. Are we going to have enough? Exactly. And then, you know, the sad thing is, is in the five boroughs here with gentrification and and again, with the rents high going up and, you know, a lot of our, our members and other people in city services and city employees and whatnot don't are not making the money enough money to put aside the money to so it's, you know so that they can set themselves up mm-hmm. for retirement right. so basically that's an issue now you know mm-hmm. and um but basically what i want to know is well what the people should know how much should you pay yourself how much do you recommend a person should pay themselves put you know put aside Well, I mean, I guess they always say, like, you know, you should pay yourself 10% of everything at least, minimum. But it's really right now it's all based on a budget because Mm -hmm. if people are living paycheck to paycheck or they're not even living paycheck to paycheck because they're living off credit cards because their income's not sufficing or they're living above their means, they, they can't even think about that, you know. But you should pay yourself something first before you pay everything because... You have to kind of battle everything together. You can't just say, I'm going to focus on debt and then I'll right, save. Right, right. You got to do both because you're losing time with not saving. So you got to get a plan in place for debt and then also put a portion away for retirement. You can't say, I'm going to wait till I get a debt and then I'm going to save. Right. And the, you rule, know? the rule of thumb when it comes to that also is save first, spend what's, right, what's left. Yeah. Right. Not spend 
first and then save what's left. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, more, it's mm-hmm. discipline. It's Everything definitely is discipline. discipline. And a lot, it takes a lot of right. discipline. A and that's why discipline. we exist because we are people's discipline. We are people's structure. And how bad know? do you really want it? Like some yeah. people say they're in debt and they're trying to save for retirement. How bad do you really want it? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, do, are you going to get up and say, hey, let me save this money. I'm not touching this money. You, you got to discipline yourself. Yeah. Right. That, that's why when y'all, y'all the, with the discipline in the 401k, the transit way, I feel that they feed off of people because they know we not disciplined right. financially. Right, right. Especially mm-hmm. they not matching any money. And they mm-hmm. make money well, look off at the guys your that money. Come they're taking there, it's just like a bank. They're mm-hmm. taking all your pooled four oh one Ks and making money off of that money. That's why when you people try to move their four oh one Ks, they want them to take it and keep it there. And just let it grow because they're making money off that money. And you guys are set money. up from the beginning. They got these agents going in there from the beginning. Right. So you, you, you're already on the ground before you decide that you, oh, I didn't even know I was on the floor already. And they get all the new guys, right? right? Like they sit in orientation in right. the back of the room. And so these guys think that, okay, the orientation, okay, got to sign up for this stuff. And they just sign up because so a lot of the guys I spoke chance. to, they that's what they did. Chance. What I did was I just put the minimum. Because I'm like, nah, I'm gonna do my thing on the outside, right? And I ain't messing with them. But why like did that. you feel you had to even do the minimum? Because they were just there, right? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I, I almost thought it was a requirement, right? right? See, that's, <laughs> but that's what everybody thinks, and mm-hmm. it's not the case because you technically transit doesn't offer benefits. Everything you get is outside. Within you think it's inside because they're in the depot, but it's technically not with the a company's not offering you benefits. They don't offer you life insurance, right? You have to get it from an outside company. Yeah. But it, they bring that outside company in the depot, making them think it's their company. They just dress it up company. nice and say kiss. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? That's what they <laughs> right. do. Right. Well, well, whoever well, they got to deal with at that time. Well, it, let me see. Now, life insurance, I mean, it's not called life insurance, but I believe they do offer, besi- yeah, yeah. besides the line of duty death benefit contractually, they all, they they if you if you pass away while you're employed they give you a certain amount of money yeah, it's not a lot a, there's a death benefit right a death benefit right. there it's you in go. the contract it's in the contract yeah, yeah. yeah but see the problem is with i always tell people and, and this is outside of transit anybody with a job is take what they give you for free don't pay for anything within your job because if you're going to pay for it you might as well get it outside because if you ever get retired if you ever if you ever lose your job get fired or leave and go to somewhere else it doesn't go with you so now you're older you're say 40s or whatever are you healthy can you even get coverage because remember life insurance isn't something say hey i want to buy that and you can purchase it you have to qualify for it so it's a process so it's important to get it when you're young and you're healthy and lock it in so that it never changes on you so if you get it at a job and you, and you leave and it never goes with you now you're 60 or 50 years old and you got to try to apply again and get it outside so it's important to have something outside and keep what they give you for free I'd rather see you pay for something outside that you're in control of that you take with you anywhere you go versus right. at a job where you're investing in a life insurance policy that's not coming with you. Exactly. Because, you know, before I got my life insurance policy through Primerica, when my, you know, when my first kid was born, I basically said, uh, you know, like my parents had their old policies on me mm-hmm. from back in the day. But what I figured was, okay, I'm employed with transit. If something happens to me, they're going to pay my beneficiary whatever little money that they were going to pay right, right. since I'm employed. Right. So I said, okay, so that's why I didn't pay for life insurance at that time. Right. Right. But when my, again, when my first kid was born, that's when I got my policy and I said, okay, this is what I got to do. Right. Right. You know? right. And because right. with our term insurance too is, you know, 
a lot of other companies who do just term, right? You'll see auto insurance companies, they'll do short terms, like 10 years, 15 years. Why? Because they know that you're going to have to renew it. And then when you renew it, you're older, it's going to cost you more. And are you healthy? And in those policy, it states, because when we sit with families, we physically say, take your policy out. We're going to read black and white. Because I could tell you all I want, but I'm going to show you what you signed. Because what you signed is the truth. <laughs> Not, and, and then I'm going to show you what, my, what, my, what I'm saying is the truth based on the words in the policy. And so with a term policy, most of those short-term policies, they, they expire it's after 10 years. And if you can't prove you're medically healthy, they'll gladly convert you to whole life with no medical. It's Why? all how they word it, right. too. Right. It's because it, they make more money off you. So they, they want that to happen because their goal is to make money. Insurance companies make money off the fact of you not dying. Right? We're the only insurance company that wants you to not have to pay life insurance your whole life and have more cash. Do you understand? We're an insurance company, too. But we don't, we don't want people to pay insurance forever. We want them to have liquid cash so that they can get rid of the insurance. And our, our, like, Because whenever you die, you have cash. That doesn't go away. With life insurance, you have to die to get it, right? So that's the concept. But then on top of that, we guarantee our, our families for life. So once you're insured with Primerica, you're guaranteed till age 95. Meaning if after 20-year policy you had and you, God forbid, had cancer or something like that, you can renew it, no questions asked. You're guaranteed till age 95 to renew it however you need to. It's all based on your age. But that's why we do long terms. We do 35 years in New Jersey and all of our states and 30 years in New York. Because you want to lock it in when you're young and you're healthy and never have that rate change. Where when you do short terms like 10, 15, 20 years, then after 20 years, if you still need it, it's going to be based on that new age. But you're still going to renew it, but it's all based on that new age. So that's important because people don't understand. They're like, oh, no, I only need it for 10 years. And if I need it again, I'll renew it. No, lock it in for the most because you can always lower it and change it. But lock it in and apply for the most you can get because you can always drop it. Yeah. You know? It's real, real interesting stuff, man. Oh, yeah. Very interesting. It's, ed- it's educational, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm interested to see what the people will say about this show today. Oh yeah, I'm interested to see what they're gonna say about this show. Also, this show throw them off. This ain't the usual <laughs> oh, no, it, um, union BS. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. Usually fighting, and this person said this, and this Ex- person did this. Exactly. But like I said, I, I'm loving this show. I'm sitting here. I'm I'm I'm, I'm alert. I'm smiling. I love it. You know, <laughs> yeah, my wheels is turning. I'm like, I. Right, I got to really look at my check stub. Yeah. <laughs> no, it should. It should make everybody look at their check stub and just see because, I mean, I always tell people if you're if you're looking at your check stub and it, it's it's average should be a dollar to three dollars a day to protect your entire family, right? So if you're paying two hundred dollars, I mean, I've, I'm just throwing things out there that I've sat with people: a hundred dollars a check, two hundred dollars a check. $80 a check, younger guys, $80 a check. I'm like, you're 30 years old, 25 years old, and you're paying $80 a check, or even $40 a check, that's $80 a month, and you're a single person with no kids, you should be paying anywhere from 40 to 50 bucks a month if you're a single guy, single girl, no kids, you know, based on your age. If, if you're in your 30s, you know, you shouldn't be paying more than that because then that extra money should be going towards your investment. Right. So our goal is for, like, a young person – when I sit with them, I'm like, you know, let's at least do like a $100 plan. Let's put 50 towards your insurance and 50 towards your investment. Get you moving. And as things get comfortable with that, you can always add money to your investments. But at least start somewhere. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, yes. And then, and for older people who are already been vested in a whole life policy, they feel like, oh, I've had this forever. Why change it now? Well, if you're driving down the highway and you know the only exit to Virginia is the next exit and you pass it, are you going to keep going hoping you're going to get to Virginia or are you going to turn around and get back on the exit that's going to get you to Virginia? She's the queen of analogies. <laughs> 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 you're going to turn around, right? So the same concept is it's better to get out of it now because people, some people are like, and I'm just throwing things out there that I see every day. Um, well, I have a whole life policy. It's paid for. What do you mean it's paid for? Nothing's free. Cost of insurance goes up every year. It's coming from somewhere. It's coming from your cash value. They don't want to hear that. So you're basically, if you've accumulated 25000 of cash value, I'm just throwing numbers out there, and they're like, oh, well, I've paid up till age 40, so once you're 40, you're telling me that the company's just going to pay your policy for the rest of your life? No. It's coming from your cash value. They're taking from your 25000 every month to pay it, and guess what? Every year when it goes up, they're not telling you it's going up. They're just taking it from your cash value. And then eventually what happens is clients at age 70 get a nice letter. And it happened to Q's mom, mm-hmm. right? Get a letter saying, hey, you no longer have a policy. You run out of cash value. So therefore, your policy will lapse without value unless you start paying two, $300 a month at 70 years old. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, but it's real. It's so real. And so that's why we tell people it's better to get out of the policy now Take the $25,000 cash. Let's show you how to make that work for you. Get you a small-term policy for whatever you need, right? Say $50 a month for $50,000 or $100,000, whatever it is that you need based on your family. Um, And then take that $25,000 and invest it, right? And let it grow so that you no longer need this and cancel it, you know? That's, That's the concept. And like I tell people, even if... You can't even afford that much. Get fifteen thousand, twenty-five. It's better to have something versus nothing at all, mm-hmm. because you just don't know, and and then you don't know if you're ever not going to be uninsurable. If you lose your job, you don't know what's going to happen in life. Yeah, because what happens? Like some people are young, they don't have kids or a family. They figure I don't need life insurance. Who I'm going to leave it to? But you know, life insurance. Like people say, well, you know, you have health insurance in case in case you get sick. Yeah. You have car insurance in case you have an accident. You know, you have life insurance in case you die. No, you are going to die. You know, God forbid. No, God doesn't forbid you from dying. You're going to die. You know what I'm saying? So if you're young and you don't have anyone to leave the money to, I mean, it's going to quote, quote, someone's going to have to spend the money to bury right, you. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So get at least a small policy to cover your burial expenses so you don't leave that burden on someone. And you, we don't see the GoFundMe exactly, stuff that we that, see all yeah, over right. the that's, that's the really That's sad. the new oh insurance. Yeah, 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 and it's, yeah, not, and it's yeah. not a sexy conversation, but it's a necessary one. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? People don't yeah. want to talk about what's real. Yeah. And you don't but, think right. about But they'll be on the internet Posting sneakers or Beyonce tickets. But Dada Mall got a GoFundMe. You know what I mean? Back in the day, it used to be families used to sell fish dinners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 But you don't think about it because even your families, like your parents, like if they're not properly protected, that falls on you. And and you know what? It just hit me. If you have some people, you have, because I remember this, having insurance on my phone and it was an extra $1.50 or $2 on my bill every month. To insure maybe a two or three hundred dollar phone, right. you know. Like now that I think about it, for that same two or three dollars, you could have got a life insurance policy true, for a hundred grand. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like you, okay, so you're willing to pay two dollars a month on your phone bill to insure your three hundred dollar phone? We do like seven dollars a month right, now exactly. with every well, phone. Yeah, well, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I just dropped and cracked my phone yesterday. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm damn sure gonna use my insurance right. to get me a new phone. Right. Yeah. It's true though, but it, it's totally true though. People don't don't think about the concept of who's affected 
they don't they don't, some people are just you know don't care we are the boots on the ground but, you know what i mean but yeah you here. you have to and you have to yeah you have to be willing to to change people's minds and understand them that they you know they came from someplace they're educated this way and you got to be willing to have the patience to, to turn that around and help them understand because you know, they will not hesitate change. to ask you for help like you said go fund me <laughs> yeah. hey, you do, see you i mean? i think it's worse now it's becoming a, a cultural thing yeah mm-hmm. and you know people just selfish they not mm-hmm. thinking about Definitely. i die i die my family they do whatever they want they'll figure it, they it, figure it yeah, out yeah. well you know what that's true i mean mm-hmm. you know you're saying it sarcastic no, no, but that's no, true no no, no. Right. i'm not saying it's sarcastic oh okay <laughs> that's the truth <laughs> and i'm talking about back when i used to sit down with people and try to help people because you know i can remember if it used to feel like chasing a kid around to give him a bath right. you know but basically but, you know <laughs> that's a good basi- analogy exactly <laughs> but basically people like on their days off or whatever they're you know they're setting up their time to go to the mall mm-hmm. they're setting up their time for parties mm-hmm. they're setting up their time to go to functions mm-hmm. and meanwhile they're not conscious of it but all this money is being spent right but right. it's like okay listen I'm trying to sit down with you to to help you with your financial house. Right, mm-hmm. right. So it's like, you know, if it takes $40 or if it takes a pack of, you know, $50, whatever, why not do that a month? Right. But just like you said, all this money will go elsewhere, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? So that's what I mean when I said people have to really stop and be like, wow, do, you know, I really need to see what's going on, you right. know? And it, ta- it, takes, it takes people of influence. It takes you got to be consistent, right? And it you you can't not care anymore because it's in this position it's easy not to care, yeah. right? Because right. we can make a ton of money and be okay, but the reality is that I can't go by you knowing you're struggling, even if you're hard headed. Because we hard headed, you know what I mean? Like if I got to make sure, because if I can't get through to you, it's my fault, not your fault. Even though you might be stubborn, hard headed, I got to learn how to speak your language. Right. Yeah. I got to find what connects you to whatever you connected to. To help you understand how important this is, you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. And another thing to go to go back to the life insurance that I, I find that people a big objection is, well, I'm going to put all this money into something and I'm not going to get anything back with term insurance, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, let me ask you a question: When you get auto insurance and you don't get an accident, do you get money back? If you have health insurance and you don't get sick, do you get money back? No. Insurance is insurance. It's in case something happens to protect you in case like something you happens. Said, when it happens. So why pay four hundred dollars a month for something that you think you're investing in when you can pay fifty dollars a month for the same amount of coverage and take that extra money and save it for yourself and pay yourself instead of paying an insurance company to take your money, pretty much, not invest it. Because when they invest it, the first three years, it's going to the agent. So people are like, oh, but whole life you get money back, you get a savings. I'm like, yeah, but if you compare the two. You get way much more saving. You'll never see three hundred thousand dollars of investments in a whole life policy after fifty, sixty years. But in an IRA, you will. Exactly. But you want to know something? Just like Tramel said to me some time ago, people are scared. Mm-hmm. Right. People right. are scared. It's like when you try to at first explain this to people. Right. They're scared of it. They're like, "Oh, the market is going to crash," and right. they think about two thousand eight and everything. But it's like you know. You have to. That's why with things like that, you have to warm up to some people. Right, right, right. right. But you, you know, know if, if someone just did this, like we all use Google, it's simple research. Just, just Google um, S and P five hundred average over the past twenty years. It's going to tell you. It's been like eight, nine, twelve percent, whatever Forbes. it is. You know, it's like what scares me even more is dying and not leaving any money for a legacy for my child. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's just scare someone even more than dying. I, I got a good one for you too. You said people are scared, right? Who do you know won the lotto? 
Nobody. Nobody. I don't know. <laughs> Why do everybody play the lottery? <laughs> I know, man. I know. I know people who hit the numbers at the number hole. <laughs> Even with that, Through most people who hit the numbers, they just pay themselves what they've been spending yeah, half yeah, the time. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? You're right. The, the theory is that they feel special, not special enough to change their life, but special enough to win the lotto. So we changed that mindset. Like, dude, you go in here every day. I know people got the little the little pink book. <laughs> <laughs> That's the legal book, yeah. <laughs> and they go spend that money. But it's like, I know when a friend of mine, a close friend of mine, he goes every Tuesday, 7 o'clock, I got to play these. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? It's not going to happen. And I, I want you to win, but that's not the way to do it. Because mm-hmm. what happens is you're giving money back. You, you got to un- how to educate yourself. You want to win, put yourself in a situation to maximize your money. You know, you minimize it because every, every time you don't win, I was just close. I was just close. Every week you just close. Nothing, nothing, right, nothing, like, hurt, nothing hurts worse than that, boy. Exactly. Right. 52 you, weeks. Well, they pay you for being close now. <laughs> exactly. They, they do. They got a, it's, it's a game called close. It, <laughs> it's called it, close. It ain't close yeah. enough. Though. It ain't close enough. Yeah, it ain't close like, enough. You could be a digit off and still win. I never heard of that. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. That's they like came horse out. racing. You can, I know what you can play you, win, play show, but if the horse plays show. I know if you put $458 away for 30 years, how much money you'll have. Yeah. Allegedly. See, I, I had to change my, as far as me gambling with the lotto, I had, because I was playing every day at mm-hmm. one time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, the amount that I'm playing, if I win, I'm probably just going to get my money, money back, back that right. I've been exactly. losing. Right. And, right. Really right. Break and if off. you would have just invested that money, how much yeah. money you would have had now? So now the way I play is that I play big. Ever so often, because it's all luck at the end of the yeah, day. Right, There's yeah, no right. real strategy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All these psychics, none of them rich. Right. They still asking you for your money. Mm-hmm. Predict these numbers. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But like, I play big on certain days, and right. like even with me financially, when I stopped partying, I started having all this money. Right, right. Because I didn't realize going mm-hmm. out, you know, spending money on bottles. Now I always knew the knowledge of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of like, all right, it's thirty dollars in the store. It's 300 in the club. <laughs> what kind of foolishness am I on? Exactly right. But see, it take, but it takes time for you to wake up and see that. And now, even, now, even and me waking up now, like, I want to buy a new car. And, mm-hmm. every, and like, on my off days, I say, you know what? I'm going to go to the dealer and go get this BMW. Trade in my, my Benz and go get the BMW, right? But now I'm thinking, why should I spend all this money on a car? First of all, I'm gonna drive like that. That's appreciated. Right. Mm-hmm. My car sat in one move from side to side for six months, and Jamel just came to give me a boost <laughs> <laughs> a few weeks ago because I don't drive my car. I got right. a nice, pretty car. I don't mm-hmm. drive. You know what I'm saying? So it's like waking up and stop chasing the things that right. shiny and glittery. Right, right. We like it, shiny things. It, it, That's right. At the end of the day, you're going to want money to enjoy life and travel in later years. So you can I, I, retire I, I've sooner. I've been to Puerto Rico four times this year. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, that's my, and, that's, and that's my goal. When I get to that point, that's all I want to do is just relax and travel. travel. Right. Definitely. Right. Definitely. That's, you know? that's what it's about. That's it's what about you're going to want to do. Yeah. You're not going to want to be popping bottles in the club and driving fancy that's how cars. I know you're going right. to be popping Coronas. Popping Coronas. Yeah, exactly. That's how I know I'm getting old. <laughs> exactly. Just not in the club, but at home. Yeah, yeah. You That's what I want to do. Is just be home now. Exactly. Yeah. You know. It's funny. Like the people, people like how you said you realize it's thirty. The bottle is thirty dollars mm-hmm. in the store, but three hundred in the club. That's a big up. Now someone will say, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. But it's the same thing when you go to the movies. People don't make that connection sometimes. You know, you can get a, a bag of popcorn or some raisinets for a dollar at Rite Aid or Dwayne Reed. When yeah. you go in the movie theater, it's like four bucks. Yeah. But no one ever really says, makes that same analogy. Like they'll say, oh, it's okay to spend the extra four or five dollars on the on the, right. the environment. But yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, and it's crazy because just the bottle situation, you're paying <laughs> 10 times more, but you won't invest in something 
that and that's for one night even yeah. One, yeah, one night, one night. Take, take one night out of that, four if weekends if you do that 52 weeks right <laughs> I mean we can one, take that money and invest it now which is what some people do they ball they call themselves balling out yeah. mm-hmm. but that's what they're we say $25 we invest that for you in a month that can start anything $25 investing where the big dogs are investing. I knew a guy that went to a strip club and he spent $30,000 Hmm. Wow, thirteen grand—that's somebody's annual salary. I done, yeah, I done seen it plenty. <laughs> yeah, that's more than somebody's annual salary because they spend thirty thousand. That's tax free. Right, 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 right. right, 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 right. Thirty thousand is about fifty thousand. Right, mm-hmm. about fifty thousand mm-hmm. um gross. Yeah. And whoever the girls are, they got paid. They yeah, get a tax free. Yeah. They get a tax free. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They the one who they the one who come in off. Exactly. That's their investment. They yeah. they going to do y'all. Pumping their ass up, spending about twenty five hundred, going to the strip clubs right. and tripling their money. Right, right. Yeah. That's their that's their investment. Maybe and I need to get into that. That's where all the money. Is. <laughs> yeah, and you know, with that money from the number hole that you that people win, if you get the, if you win ten thousand, let's say if you hit the number for ten thousand dollars, yo, take that money and invest it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you know what it is. We live in a, a society like we was mentioning about GoFundMe and you know, that's real because mm-hmm. families not setting themselves up financially, but that person that you set in the GoFundMe up, like you said, they got Jordans, they in the club with the bottles. Mm-hmm. We, we in a society <laughs> where people are, look, it's not even funny. We in a society where people are spending money to impress other people, people who right. don't love them, right. Right. but forgetting about the people they who love them. Just right. Right. They be Stop all, over, suffer. They be all over the internet. They yeah. got time, time to be on the internet showing what they got, right? And the, the funniest things I see on the internet is that you got grown men talk about the sneaker of the day. Your kid's going to school? Your kid's got a college fund? You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't get that theory. You know what I'm saying? Like, they really posting sneakers. And uh, what's somebody? I've seen somebody post uh, uh, um, uh, 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 this guy. He got a new car. But he always has a new car. Like, every, like, nine months, he got a new car. Like, <laughs> exactly. What and are you see, doing? And not, see even, it, you, you, not even that. Okay. Another, another thing also is the same thing. Like, a lot of you see a lot of people post their kids just bought their first car or whatever. And in my head, I'm like, okay, so you, you allowed your child to buy a car. And you can tell by the car. It has to have a payment. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so you allowed them to make a, buy a car with a note. But th- did you set up a retirement account for them? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, the same 300 or 200 a month that they spending on that car, you know what that money will be 20 years from now if they did that same 200 a month? Every mm-hmm. year for mm-hmm. the next 40 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a daughter that's 20 years old. There's no way at 20 years old she's going to come home with a car with a note. Yeah. It's not going right. to happen. So right. You know what I think y'all, y'all probably need to do? Find out who the workers are before they get the top pay. Because most transit workers, before they when they get the top pay, it's new car. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. It's, it, it's, a, it's some type of right. commitment that they go make that they can't really afford. Because right. like I'm going from... 25 to 30 11 this month right right how much money is that that's not gonna be too crazy for me to get a five six hundred dollar car note Mm -hmm. right it's Mm -hmm. gonna put me in a zone to live from check to check and be fucked up exactly exactly and see another thing i want to talk about right is nike everybody talks about you know the sneakers and everything okay now people break their neck to get nike these acg boots they go to get the latest Jordans or whatever mm-hmm. comes out. Now, let's take a look at it from this angle. Now, Jordan's a billionaire, right? Mm-hmm. Of course, Jordan has his you know, money from when he played in the NBA, and he has his money that Nike pays him. But guess what? Let's talk about Nike and how wealthy they are. They're wealthy from all the years of, you know, basically Jordan's a face to sell their product. Mm-hmm. Right. So basically, the people who own Nike, those are the ones that you have to look at who are getting wealthy. Right, they're right. getting they're getting residual income like crazy. Right. right. So that's what I mean by say, 
listen. Instead of buying the sneakers, invest in Nike stock. Right. I can tell you right now, Nike is trading at fifty six dollars and seventeen cents. Wow, you pulled it up before you I can even say something. Down down a dollar fifty five today. You want to hear some and it, and it's a stock that pays a dividend. You know what I'm saying? So if you purchase Nike and keep reinvesting the dividend, you know what I'm saying, your money will compound. You're actually over making time. money, right? Right, right like yeah. Puffy said, the dividends would be the new Benjamin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's so crazy that you said that. I was working at a hotel maybe four or five years ago. And I was, you know, I worked right on 57th Street, Nike's up the block. Yeah. This, this white gentleman came up to me. He said, what is all these, these kids standing outside for? And I was like, they get some sneakers. He said, won't, same thing you said, why won't they invest yeah, in Nike right. stock? Exactly. He, didn't, he couldn't understand why mm-hmm. wouldn't they do it. He said, in his mind, I would make a lot of money for these kids standing outside buying my product. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like you said, instant gratification. We like things now. You know, millennials. To impress, know, yeah. We like things Basically, now. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. not just millennials. The ones in front of the millennials because somebody has to teach the millennials. Right. It was like that when I, I'm 39 and it was like that when I was in school. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this shit. You know what I'm saying? They had to have the name brand mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Yeah, but it wasn't like it was now. Like, but that it goes oh, back yeah, to us. It's, wor- the ball. it's worse now, yeah. yeah. We it's dropped worse. the ball. You 30, I'm 40. We dropped the ball from 33 to 40. We stopped talking to these kids. Yeah. We did. Nah, it, it was just as bad. It's just that we didn't have social media to... Probably. Right. There you go. <laughs> you know, I, I never had a problem. I used to have all the new sneakers, right. and I never had a problem getting them. Mm-hmm. Now, you if you ain't on that line yeah, two days two before, days, right, and right, then, right, you right. Got, then you got smart people that... they. They placeholders. Mm-hmm. So they go on the line and be like, you know, I ain't buying the sneakers, but they you can buy get- my spot for four hundred dollars. Right. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't going on in that the nineties. Yeah. Everyone wants to be in business. Yeah. yeah. Everything everything <laughs> is I, a business. I, I will say this because right. I just can't tear down the sneakerheads. It's for some people it's, it's a it's a hustle. It's a Because yeah, if yeah. you tell me, listen, staying online, True. if I stay the night online and buy a pair of sneakers for two hundred, I can flip them on eBay and get make five hundred. Yeah. That's not in 24 hours, that's not a bad hustle. That's so a great I can't, hustle. Right, exactly. I can't knock everybody that's on because everyone are, isn't buying the sneakers to wear them. Some of them are buying you, new trade Listen, trader. Q, there's a lot of people that's <laughs> loud, though. They're not really sneakerheads. <laughs> they followers. You know they what I'm saying? They're out there following. You got 42 years old. You walking around with Jordans on. You Where you get it from? Where you, uh, you don't even know what... It, What's what's the, what, what's the history behind this particular sticker you're wearing? You don't even know it. What's well, the worst, grown men doing yeah, it? The right. worst part is if you know how much it costs to actually manufacture. Right, that's, that's, that's what I was just about to say. Crazy, yeah, yeah. You know? it's, it's a dollar and change. Yeah, so like you that. think about it. If all those kids got online and just say, hey, you know what? Let's put out the money that we got together in our pocket right now. Make our own sneaker and bring it to market. Right? We can make the money. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's 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 doable. Yeah. It's very doable. Entrepreneurs, yeah. but it's work though. Nobody want to work. Exactly. Now, Tremel, you have the entrepreneurship quality in you because look, look at your shirt gentrify my paycheck now basically you have basically you're an entrepreneur with the way you have your hats you and you have your shirt so basically that's your clothing line right yeah oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah so i mean i invest in my because i was buying stuff and i'm like you know what i can invest in my own equipment right do my own thing mm-hmm. and and you know my and i just started that. these shirts last week that's and they, they sold out already you know what i'm saying right. so it's good you know what i'm saying that's and what's up. and, and People do need to learn how to invest in themselves, and and I, I don't remember the last time I bought a shirt. Because now you know what a shirt. Because I used to do shirts. Because yeah. now you know what a shirt costs, mm-hmm. and then how much you can sell it for when you put three cents worth and, of and, ink on and it. Then, yeah, and then, <laughs> and then you want to know another thing, like the quality of the, the shirts. Shirt. Right. Exactly. I got the same quality that Polo got. Exactly. Right. You know what right, I'm right, saying? Right, I, right. I got the same. I get it from the same manufacturer. Same, mm-hmm. except they cut and sew they joint, but it's mm-hmm. the same material, right. and that's how I market it. Same material. It's just my logo on it. Mm-hmm. I bought the rights to the quarter water juices. That's okay. what I started out with. And and that's how, you know, I did my thing. That's what's but, up. But, you know, you got to invest in yourself. We spend, we taking this money and not thinking about ourselves, but 
other we making other people rich. Mm-hmm. Right, basically mm-hmm. Tommy Hilfiger and mm-hmm. Gas right. and, and, mm-hmm. and Polo with right, making the, all these Until other manufacturers. So you make a name for yourself. Exactly. That's when I buy my own jeans, I ain't I mean when I make start making my own jeans, I ain't wearing nobody else's jeans. No more. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And sneakers and, and most things. jeans come from the same factory too. Just yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just private private yeah. label. That's yeah. it. Yeah, That's and it. It, it, it don't cost a lot of money to do, but it's a lot of research. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's something to invest in. But well, it's a, think of this time though, right? Research is time. People won't put that research in. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Uh, you telling me because I'm a, <laughs> I'm fighting grievances at work and I'm like, yeah, I ain't put the research into this this. It, People just don't like to read and do the background and, and, and all that other stuff. People want everything to come easy, basically. That's what it is. Yeah. You know? Right. Well, it's about that time. Yeah. And, and you know, it went by fast again. <laughs> <laughs> you know was, I mean? We was nervous. We, we didn't have fun. nothing to talk about. We was like, what are we going to do for two hours? <laughs> it go by quick. Yeah, goes, when right. everybody talking and Definitely. there's information. Right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? Is there a way for them to contact us in case? Um, well, y'all give them okay. the information. So, yeah. So, um, in case anybody wants to contact us. Say um, slowly. Okay. <laughs> um, well, my name is Marissa Priori. You know Haran and Jay, but we're all out of the same office. But uh, my cell phone number is uh, 201-428. Eight five six one. You can reach us there, um, and uh, email address would be m as in Mary, p r i o r e at primerica dot com. And I'll spell primerica. It's p r i m e r i c a. Repeat your phone number one more time. Just so uh, the phone number again is two zero one four two eight. Eight five six one. Yeah. So I want you to leave the people. Y'all can leave the people with a final word as to you know whatever y'all want to say. I mean, I would just say you know at, at the end of the day, the most important thing is to be aware and alert as far as what's going on. Look at your paychecks. You know, um, the goal is for you know you to just know what's going on. Look at your policies. People look at them and they throw them in a the drawer and never look at them again. It's time to review them. It's time to review everything and just kind of get yourself a budget and be aware of what, what's going on. I just want to um, tell my... <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 I just want to tell my people to wake up. You know, like everybody wants change and, and change, it requires effort. You know, effort requires responsibility and just wake up and realize, I mean, we blessed to be here and you guys, you know, show this is a platform for a lot of people that would have never heard what we do. And why we do it, yeah. you know the importance of it, and just wake up and you know tell tell one person what you heard tonight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just put the word out there and um, and just share it though, because this this is this is this could be the key to a lot of things in the future for a lot of people. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, simply put, knock it off. Get your financial house in order and transit talk. Do a pre-trip inspection. You know what I'm saying? Walk, walk around it. Make sure everything's shored up and where it's supposed to be. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, the final word I want to leave with is, you know, t- you know, to all of our members, uh, you know, people who want to retire the next couple of years, you know, their short term outlook and even tier six members. Basically, you know, when you listen to this show, if, if it's in earshot of you, you know, t- you know t- t- take it basically, you know, you don't have to join Primerica, but basically definitely take the education that was, de- you know, that was provided in this show and use it to your advantage when you on the job. Just like uh, Marissa said, look at your paycheck, and you know, look at you know, look at what your plans are for the future. And basically, you know, for tier six members, again, you know, you're gonna have to become financial experts because, you know, the government did a 
a bad number on you. So basically, this is what you have to do. You're going to have to invest money to supplement what you're going to miss out on from your defined benefit, which is your pension. So basically, that's all I have to say. I'm going to say uh, find us on SoundCloud Progressive Action. Tune into our website, progressiveaction.info. Join our Facebook page, Progressive Action. Instagram, Progressive Action. Twitter, Progressive Act. That's our show today. Thanks to the guests for coming through. It was very Thank educational. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. It was a pleasure to have you guys here. Any, any new information, y'all welcome to come back. Great. Maybe y'all could come back in like in a few months Definitely. to do yeah. a follow-up show. Definitely. Yeah, whatever that sounds great. That would be mm-hmm. awesome. And we, Chin we, check we, people real fast. <laughs> yeah, definitely, exactly. Definitely. You got to hit them back. Well, it was nice having y'all. Thank you. Thanks for coming out. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We out of here. Peace. All right, everybody. Have a good night. Good night. Good night.